This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, Allison Parsons, Jeremy Samples, Chuck Gonzalez, and Jillian Hinton. And together, we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 45 Centimeter. On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the February 3rd show in Nashville, Indiana at Brown County Music Center from Weird Al's 2023, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. We are here. There's a giant party of us. Dave, I know you're back in New Jersey. Let me introduce who we've got here uh, in the hotel room. Uh, we just got out of our show in uh, Nashville, Indiana from Brown County Music Center. And I'm here, of course, with Jeremy Samples. Hello. We got Allison Parsons. Hey. And then we have two... Extra special guests. They're brand new to the podcast. Uh, first up, I'm going to welcome someone who actually technically was already on the podcast very recently, uh, Chuck Gonzalez. How's it going, Chuck? Pretty good. I'm also excited to be here. Yeah, so we, we ran into Chuck. She was uh, on a spatula call very recently asking to be on the podcast. And then, Dave, if you remember, we said, well, Chuck, you technically were just on the podcast after we played her call. But now she's actually... <laughs> In the room, on the podcast. Uh, so we're excited to have you, Chuck. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> Just and one then, phone call. Look what one phone call to the 347 spatula hotline did for you, Chuck. Yes. It got you <laughs> onto a ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode. Yes. <laughs> and one that's divisible by five. Uh, very, that's very exciting. Um, and then, so our, 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 ex, our other extra special guest is Jillian, who um, she... Jillian, tell us about you. You you are, are are you a fairly new Weird Al super fan? Oh no, not at all. For about twenty four years now. Wow. Well, I know. I guess uh, what made me think maybe you were fairly new is that you just got a giant tattoo of Weird Al on your arm. I did. Yeah. Did you want to just tell us about it briefly? Wow, another fellow tattoo art. Tattooed Weird Al fan. I also have a, in case Jillian you didn't know, I also have uh, some Weird Al tattoos as well. But I might want to hear all about yours. Let's hear all about your tattoo. Uh, mine is eventually going to be a full sleeve, but it's just the shoulder cap right now. Uh, it's a really early graphic from his first Japanese single. And it's got the lyrics for Close But No Cigar because that's the first song I heard him play live. And my name's Jillian, so it really worked out. It's perfect. <laughs> and then there's a realistic of him yes. in the center. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really That's fantastic. Awesome. Um, I hope people can uh, can see it. Maybe when we post this episode, we can post a picture of, of her awesome tattoo. Um, so we're we're really excited to have uh, uh, both of you join us. I mean, not to say I'm not excited to have Jeremy and Allison here as well, <laughs> but you guys have, have been in here before, so we have to be extra excited for for our new friends. Um, so we're essentially going to go through everything that happened uh, during. Um, getting to the venue, leaving the venue. Um, so as we go through, if you guys uh, have things to add to it, uh, please just add to it. We'd love to hear your perspective. Um, I think 
Uh, Chuck, you said this was your second ever Weird Al show? Uh-huh. The first one that I went to was on October 6th in 20, 2022 when he played in uh, Graceland, Memphis, uh, ten- uh, ten- Tennessee, right? <sighs> Memphis. Yeah, I know, Dave, you wanted to go to that one. I, I, I am so jealous that you got <laughs> to go to that show. I was originally scheduled to go to that show, and then something came up and I could not attend. And, and I'm such a huge, huge fan of Elvis Presley mm. that that show I was one that I was looking forward to. I was going to actually go there with Jer- Jeremy and I were going to go together to that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, I couldn't make it. So I'm, I'm extra jealous that, oh. that not only you got to go, but also Jeremy got to go. I, I, <laughs> but it's awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome. His opening number i'll always remember it was velvet elvis obviously it, oh, wow. it was, oh cool it was so amazing oh, i loved it <laughs> i'm so glad they opened ah, that how cool yes. make me even more jealous now <laughs> <laughs> well I, I was i was honored to be able to go to will call and say elvis left me tickets <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> uh and then uh, jillian you drove to this show from Mississippi? That's right. That's incredible. That's wow. insane. <laughs> 13 hours in the ice. Oh, oh man. That's dedication. Woo! <laughs> if you call yourself a Weird Al fan and you haven't driven 13 hours in the ice, uh, you're not a Weird Al fan. So I guess I'm not a Weird Al fan anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. Get on your level. <laughs> no, it's so cool. We're so glad to have you both here. Um, and Jillian, this was your second show on this tour? Right. And where did you see him previous on this tour? Uh, these October 10th, 7th show, I'm sorry, at Shreveport, right after your show. Hey. Oh, wow. That's when you started getting the tattoo? Uh, no, I started getting that about three weeks ago. This tattoo is only Oh, brand new. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. It's really cool looking, Dave, uh, and listeners who have wow. not seen it. Um, <laughs> so let's... I'm excited. Um, Let's uh, real briefly, um, we got up this morning, Dave, and we had about a four-hour drive uh, to get from Kalamazoo to Nashville, Indiana, and um, nothing particularly exciting happened on the the drive. I feel like we drove by, um, what was, there was like a uh, Let Me Beer Hog River or something. (laughs) Do you yeah. guys remember? It was, it was called Hog River. Hog we, River. We let, let, be, let me be your hog. Yeah, let me be your hog river. Uh, I think that was the only weird Al notable thing on our drive. Uh, but we had a good drive. Actually, we, we re-listened to episode 100 inch because uh, we were all uh, feeling nostalgic. Ah. So we, we got to listen to that uh, really fun uh, episode. Uh, we got in, and literally we pull into the hotel. We open the door, and there's Jillian. <laughs> so we got to meet oh. Jillian immediately, and um, Jillian and I had connected on Reddit. Uh, I see her great posts and her tattoos, so I was really excited to get to see you right off the bat. That was awesome. Yeah. Good timing. Uh, incredible timing. Uh, so we said hi to Jillian, and <laughs> you were heading out uh, – to uh, to get over and check in for VIP, uh, but we still had to check into our hotel. Um, so Dave, I'll I'll uh, I'll go back in time like a, uh, twelve hours at this point in the story. Uh, last night I went to my hotels.com app, uh, not a sponsor, and <laughs> I saw that I didn't have any hotel booked for today. In, in Nashville, I'm like, oh, my God. How oh, jeez. Because I thought I had booked it, and I told Jeremy I booked it. So I was, like, so confused. I was like, oh, jeez. So I just last night, after the podcast recording, I booked a room here. 
Um, so I, I check in and the lady's like, you have two reservations. <laughs> so I, oh, no. <laughs> I had booked one a few weeks ago and it didn't show up in my app. And then I booked it again. So as of right now, I'm still trying to get my money back on the double booking. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. So, so I guess I'll update you guys uh, on the podcast tomorrow. Um, so that was uh, <laughs> that sucked. Um, and That's then, an adventure. Wow. Yeah. We so we you know by the time we got here, um, it was an eight o'clock show, which which you normally would be like a what six thirty Jeopardy. Six fifteen. Six fifteen. Six thirty. Well. Um, we had to get over there extra early because uh, the doors opened an hour and a half early uh, before the show. So we had to get there oh, extra wow. early to check in. Um, and uh, Jeremy split off. He went off to um, grab some food because Allison and I ate on the way. Uh, so Jeremy went to grab dinner. Allison and I drove over uh, to the venue. And we get in there. And I was just so confused with the whole parking situation. They're like, well... It's it's either ten dollars or twenty dollars. I was like, well, what's the difference? Like, <laughs> uh, and they're like, well, the twenty dollars is on the paved uh, portion of the parking lot, and then there's a, a like a dirt gravel portion, and that's only ten dollars. And I'm like, well, how how far of a difference? Like, I was expecting like having to walk multiple football fields, but it was literally like um, the pavement was like five spots deep. And then it started the pavement. So it was <laughs> like, I'm really glad we only went with the $10 option because it was a total ripoff, the $20. And I asked the lady, I'm like, what do you suggest? Yeah, Should I do the, and she was trying to upsell us to the $20 option. It's such a ripoff. Um, but wow. she's like, you'll get out of here faster. I'm like, I'm not leaving when everyone else leaves. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we were totally fine. But so, um, you know, I, as as people who listen to the podcast know, and, and people who go to a lot of concerts, uh, certain venues have restrictions on bag sizes. So um, since I usually like to bring a bag along in case I find anything cool at the venue, um, I uh, I brought my bag and I, I get in the door and they're like, "You can't bring in bags." <laughs> it's like okay, um, but uh, Dave, I know you and I started doing this. We bring a a, a gallon Ziploc bag that we can stuff our our real bag in right. and then they let us in. Um, so I did that. And uh, I also was just thirsty. I didn't have a time to, to drink a, a Red Bull. So uh, just sticking out of my pocket quite obviously was a bottle of water and a Red Bull. And um, so I, I was able to stuff everything, stuff my bag in the other bag. And then I got through and then they're like, okay, you know, you have to hold up your cell phone and your keys and walk through this metal detector. So I did that. And then, um, I'm like over, like about to get my ticket scanned, and they start yelling at me. They're like, "Sir, sir, you can't have uh, uh, drinks with you." And I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, there were no signs. You know, they didn't say anything to me. I walked through the metal detector, walked past the cop. Like, there's no seemingly no issue. Um, <laughs> but they're like, "You can't have drinks." I was like, "Oh, okay. Uh, well, what, what what can I do?" And they're like, "Well, you can uh, you can drink them." I'm like, okay. Uh, I'll drink it then. And and they're like, well, no, you can't drink it in here. I was like, well, where can I drink it? Like, well, you have to go back outside and drink it. It's like, I don't have a coat. You want me to stand outside? And uh, they're like, you have to do it. So um, I go out into the kind of like vestibule, and that was acceptable to them. Uh, so I figured I would just drink my <laughs> Red Bull, and then I would just throw out my water because, you know, I've got more water in the hotel. Uh, so drink the Red Bull, and uh, – and then I, you know, I need somewhere to toss out, 
you know, the empty can and the bottle of water. And there's a, a garbage can inside, right where I was about to have my ticket scanned. So I, I start walking in there. And then the cop starts screaming at me. He's like, sir, I told you three times that you cannot come in here with water. And I was like, what am I supposed to do with the water? I'm trying to throw it out. And he's like, you cannot bring that in here. I was like, but the garbage can is here. And and then, and Dave, we don't use spicy language on the podcast, but the officer of the law, badge-carrying, gun-toting officer of the law, used the a-hole word, uh, <laughs> called me that. Oh, wow. Because I was trying to... Th- Follow his directions. And uh, he called me a smartass. And uh, I'm like, I'm just trying to, like, not get shot here, dude. Like, (laughs) you're obviously having a power trip. Um, So he was just, uh, I I named him uh, Security Dick. So um, (laughs) I believe his name was Richard. So obviously that's why Security Dick. Uh, So um, I did notice him a a little bit later in the story. So I'll, I'll mention him again. Um, but, um, wow. It's sort of just, sorry I had to go through that. That sounds like a horrible, yeah, it really was. I mean, I I can't imagine that, you know, Alan, the the crew want security screaming at, uh, and swearing at a family friendly show at their fans who are, you know, showing up for the VIP time, you know, (laughs) like, I don't think that I'm swearing at anyone, especially since, I mean, it, it was an honest mistake that you had, you had, uh, you know, liquids right. on you that you weren't allowed to bring in and then you 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 said okay uh, my what are my options and they gave you options and you followed one of those options which was right. go out to the vestibule and and drink the thing and then you had <laughs> you, I mean I guess you could have littered but that was against the law too so right I don't well, know. Well, that's you're kind of in I a was like catch 22 there <laughs> exactly so you know obviously I was a major security concern uh, for this, uh, yes, I could. Yes, obviously, <laughs> for Mr. Dick there. Um, so, uh, yeah, it it really uh, it started the day off kind of kind of poorly, and uh, I know later on, um, I think Jeremy will probably tell us that we noticed more certain members of the venue staff being a, a little rough, but um, I mm. will say there were some really awesome people there too. So. Um, Sometimes uh, there's some bad apples, but um, I definitely, you know. Okay. It's someone, because I, you know, I tour shows, I, I produce shows and tour manager, I have a tour manager for stuff, and um, I wouldn't want security people screaming at patrons coming to one of my shows. Like, that's just, you know, not appropriate. So, uh, shame on, on him, and uh, uh, he's a dick. <laughs> Uh, so well, I, well, now I have to ask you though. How does this rank with the uh, security over at the Wiltern? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. This guy was like all of the suck from the Wiltern and Minneapolis <laughs> rolled into one. Was this uh, Officer Dick? Uh, so I don't know. That's tough. All That's right. tough. Um, so we were uh all right well let's move on from from the uh, officer and <laughs> yeah, uh, move uh, on to more happy 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 stuff uh, we uh uh we went over and checked out the uh, merchandise and uh the only real difference from last night was they had the lunch boxes available um and okay uh nothing else different there um although they are running low on stuff like the the sweatshirts um, last night, I think we're just small and medium. And then tonight they only had small left. So they're, those, uh, those hoodie sweatshirts are running low. Mm. Um, 
so hopefully people pre-ordered them um, if they're <laughs> at any of these upcoming shows. Um, ran into, uh, in the merch line, uh, someone, you're going to love this, Dave. His name was David. Uh, he's from Louisville. I love it already. And uh, he, he recognized me because he's a listener of the podcast. So huge shout out to David. Oh, um, yay. Who, uh, who was there. Um, so we went into Jeopardy and uh, uh, really nice seats in this venue. I was, I was really pleased. It's uh, obviously a newer venue. So they're, they're comfortable, wide seats with cup holders and everything you want to see in a, in a venue. And uh, Jeopardy uh, got started. And uh, was really excited because one of the, I think the second person um, chosen was Jillian. That was Yay! Good. Yeah, so well, well, we'll get to why it wasn't quite so good. Uh, oh, but, but Jillian, okay. Jillian was selected, um, and then two other people who we didn't know, and um, it kind of got off to a bit of a rocky start. And uh, and Jillian, you said uh, you just asked like. No rules were explained. You guys were just kind of brought on stage and like thrown into the uh, the shark infested water, and you were just like, uh, "I don't know how to play this." Oh wow! Just... I mean, I've never been to a VIP. I don't know how to play Jeopardy. I've never saw Jeopardy because I'm from Mississippi, and there was a board in front, like you were supposed to write. So I didn't know: Am I supposed to write? Am I supposed to ping? Mm-hmm. What's going on? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so very appropriately, she said, "I don't know how to play this." And JW said, uh, boo her, boo her, <laughs> and then kicked her off immediately. She didn't oh. need to answer a question. I didn't know any answers anyhow. Wow. <laughs> you didn't know any answers anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I was praising Jesus when I got to get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, she was quickly replaced by uh, a little girl uh, whose name we don't know because she was known as New Jillian. Um, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> there were a few questions that went by, and then... Uh, a different person got booed off the stage. Stephen with a PH. Stephen yeah. with a PH was booed off the stage. And then our very own <laughs> Allison Parsons got picked to go up and replace. So oh! you were new Stephen with a PH. Yeah. New Stephen with a PH. So, <laughs> new name. New Stephen with a PH was competing against New Jillian and was competing against the other competitor who was close to getting booed off the stage but never was. Um, and... Uh, it was uh, it was kind of a rough game, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it is hard to under. It's kind of echoey. It's kind of hard to understand what he's saying. So you're trying to read the question, and but you're kind of squinting, like I can't really see it. And it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And and, uh, you and know, you're trying you're to be quick. Yeah. You're, try, you're trying to be quick. You're trying to be faster than the other people. So I would like catch a couple words and then like throw out an answer that was wrong because I just missed a couple important words. Like I said, heavy cream when I was supposed to say. Uh, that was funny. What was yeah. the question? Yeah, I was supposed to see the, the French guy. Because I was, I was thinking they like me more than heavy cream. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But it was like, who, who is the actor ah. mentioned in uh, Genius in France? Yeah, Charles I mean, de Gaulle or something. Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. I see, I don't even know who that yeah, is. That, I, was, I was thinking that one too, but they said a totally different name. I don't even know who that is. I just know it's in the song. <laughs> well, the, the, the little girl, uh, Dave, you wouldn't even believe it. Uh, despite really not knowing the answer, she crushed it, and she got so many points. <laughs> I believe a couple times she just said um, her answer was whatever the answer is, yeah. like like quote 
whatever the answer is. <laughs> and JW's like, she got that correct. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny. The audience, you know, was cheering. And um, it came down yeah. to um, Final Jeopardy. And again, even though I, I, I gave him a reminder yesterday, JW forgot to have them wager ahead of it. Um, and Dave, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you Oops. the final Jeopardy question. We'll see how good you can do. Oh, boy. Um, okay. I, I, have a, I, I have faith on this one, Dave. Um, okay. Okay. Name just one of the three original songs that appear on the uh, Another One Rides the Bus, uh, which Dave we often call the uh, placebo EP, the Another One Rides the Bus uh, single. One of the three original songs. Oh, three original songs. Okay, I was like, another one rides the bus would be one of them. Right, and that's actually yeah. what Allison said. Yeah, I would yeah, go with. Because you don't get to see that. All, you can't read it on you the You can't board. read it, so you're kind so of. He, he reads it once, and then, like, I forgot the full question. And then so people I... are quacking and yeah. singing. And... <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, I don't even have that one. So it's like, what is even on there? And then I was like, well, maybe the answer is another one rides the bus. I know that's on there. Right. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. <laughs> well, we gave you a little bit of time right. to stall, well, Dave. Do you want to. Name so, one of the so I'm original gonna, songs. No, I, I mean, I would go with, uh, I mean, I would have put down Happy Birthday, yeah. being that uh, our good friend Frank from the Bank Sanchez plays on that song. <laughs> yes. And that's the reason yeah. I would have picked that so one. So I, I, but, um, of course, you could have gotten, yeah, with Mr. Frump in the Iron Lung as well. Or uh, Got a Boogie. And Got a Boogie and, and uh, Happy yeah. Birthday were the two I thought of, and I was blanking on uh, Mr. Frump. Um, from the audience. And, uh, okay. <laughs> but um, lo and behold, Allison was the, uh, yeah, the big You loser. needed all three or you needed you, you, just did needed you need all one. three or did you just you need just the one? one? But I was oh, in the okay, audience okay. testing myself. Dude. I wagered all my points on a question that I knew I didn't know the answer to. I was like, I can't win because <laughs> yeah, this, you, this you heard the rigged. answer before you... <laughs> Well, it's like this kid's gonna win, so I can't, I can't win, so I'm gonna lose hard. So I just wagered all my points and blew them all, and, and I can say you lost on Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's exciting to lose on Jeopardy. Yay! <laughs> I, 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 I keep coming in second place. I, I can't wait to lose one of these days on, uh, on Jeopardy. Um, so after Jeopardy, uh, this person came over, and it was Chuck. Yeah. So got to meet Chuck in person. And um, you said, hey, I left a message on the special hotline. It's like, mm-hmm. it got played on the show. Yeah, I didn't know because, I mean, I have I have a life. I don't always listen to podcasts. Sorry. Boo. <laughs> Everyone listening listens to I podcasts. Need, I need my listening time dedicated to Weird Al. So I hope that's a good excuse. But I didn't know, but I was so excited to hear that. So now I have to go through all of the all the podcasts until I can find yeah. it. Yeah. So You've I'll get got you a, lot of... a couple extra yeah. listens. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Chuck and I got some photos, of course, I loaded you up with some wooden nickels, mm-hmm. um, and, um, Chuck was wearing the coolest jacket, um, can you tell us about it? Yeah, so, it's a custom, it's, like, a custom Linwood jacket that Al was wearing on the cover, and in some pictures that he took on, like, red carpets. I really love that jacket, and I love the, love the Linwood album, so I wanted to make my own, because I couldn't find it online. So, I just bought, like, a random jacket off of Amazon, and I bought, like, a whole bunch of letters, spent way too much money on it, but <laughs> it turned out pretty dope, and I got, throughout the night, I, I collected a bunch of signatures on it, quote, quote, I ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So, um, so she, you know, the Letterman jacket that Al wears that says Linwood. That uh, I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be yeah. familiar with those kind of um, that jacket. 
Uh, she has this immaculate jacket. It's it's beautiful. And she asked me to sign it. And I was like, I'm not going to ruin your jacket with my signature. <laughs> um, but then uh, JW walked by and he was happy to ruin her jacket. So once it was already ruined, then I, I, I happily signed it. I think it. it's enhanced. I think that makes it about a billion times cooler. So who else signed your jacket? Uh, I got Emo Phillips' signature. Nice! He, he was standing over in the corner while everyone was sitting down. I didn't realize everyone was sitting down, so I was, like, over there geeking out about Emo. We had a conversation. It was awesome. He That's signed it. That's great! Yeah. And then I actually got Al to sign the other sleeve. That's awesome. Yeah, because I was telling... Uh, awesome. Remember, I told DW, I asked if he could, if Al might sign it. He said maybe. And he was smiling <laughs> at me as I was in line. Like, he knew that I was going to get him to sign it. So he signed the other sleeve all by himself. Perfect. <laughs> That's so it. cool. And it's it's so Aww. absolutely now I'm gonna wear that absolutely everywhere I go. <laughs> just so I can show it off. Well you, you but you can't wash it, you I can't let it rain on it. Okay. You can't... I'll just I'll just hand wash it like okay. a Victorian lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> Uh, well, I can't wait to uh, to hear about the adventures as you get more signatures on there. I'm gonna get as many as I can. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, what a great idea. Um, and. Uh, so while I was, uh, hanging out with, with Chuck, well, we were hanging out with Chuck. I think Alice and Jeremy, you guys were there, right? Yeah. Um, we, did we know these people or we just were chatting with them? Chris and Sylvia. Um, I told them about the podcast and they seemed interested. And then did Lloyd know about the podcast or did we just, Lloyd just seemed like a, a cool person. So we were talking to them. Um, <laughs> which one was the Cubs fan? Oh, we're not there yet. Okay. Jeremy's Jeremy's spoiler alert here. Uh, we met a lot of people tonight. Last, I feel like uh, the the show in Kalamazoo. Yeah, I, it I sounds only like met... you had a very busy. Yeah, because I only busy. Uh, you know, besides there. besides the people I already knew, I only talked to the Doctor Menno guy, uh, the guy with the top hat last night. So tonight it was crazy because I I met so many great people and uh, a lot of random people, just conversations. Um, but the next person I met. Um, I looked over at the concession stand, and this one woman is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and she has Weird Al, a Weird Al wig on. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to go talk to this lady. <laughs> so I go over to her, and I said, Al, I can't believe that you're working the bar tonight. And it, I think she forgot that she was wearing the wig, and, and once she like realized, she thought it was really funny. And um, Her name was Nita, N-I-T-A, and... Um, I had a great mm. conversation with her. We were just we were chatting. Uh, I told her about Officer awesome. Richard, and uh, <laughs> we just we were chatting. They actually had a um, a one theme drink for Al. They said they like to try and do theme drinks. Um, it yeah. said Weird Al Yankovic drink specials, and um, it was called the Tequila Sunrise Parody, hmm. and it was a tequila sunrise with a little pineapple. And Allison, you tried that. What did you think? I drank two of them. I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wow. It was good. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, and uh, I asked her, I was like, can I have one of these menus after the show? She's like, yeah, absolutely. And then after the show, everything was closed, and I couldn't get us uh, menus, unfortunately, Dave. Aww. Um, but I had a great conversation with, with Nita, and I, I told her about how we're in the movie, and she's all excited to go check it out. Um, so after chatting with Nita, I ran into someone who people may recognize also from Spatula Hotline. And if you're in our Facebook group, groupgot2000inch.com, um, Ajax. I'm sure you recognize Ajax. 
Dave. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ajax was there with his brother, Ajax Adam. Ajax is... Yes, well, Ajax is one of our uh, Patreon supporters. That's well. right. That's right. Yeah, Patreon supporter Ajax was there with Adam. And, uh, you know, I, I, Ajax posts a lot. And uh, Ajax was the one who posted that yeah. clip of, of Tom Cruise from the new... Um, whatever that movie is, saying UHF two that kind of went viral on Twitter, and uh, so it was really cool to to see him Very and cool. and uh, and chat with him a bit. And uh, after nice. chatting with Ajax and Adam, um, I saw uh, I never I don't know how to say her last name. I still don't know Kathy Her 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 Park uh, and Philately. Wade <laughs> Philately. Philately. Back, I believe. Kathy yeah. Philately. How do you say it? Philately. Do you know how to say that? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it's Hurraybeck. Hurraybeck. Okay. Uh, well, she was there with, Herabeck, yeah. I don't know if it was her husband or friend or brother, Wade, and, but I got to go over and talk to her. Yep. Um, and I, I realized I hadn't given her a wooden nickel last night. So I righted that wrong, Dave, and she got some, oh, uh, at least one wooden nickel, if not two. Um, and then she said, uh, oh, do you hear the song that's playing? And I guess I'm really good at uh, tuning out uh, music, but uh, Fishheads was playing in the lobby, so that was really cool. Um, <laughs> wow! To hear Fishheads, we noticed they also played some Tom Lehrer. Uh, Ethan and I thought maybe they might have had a Spotify channel on, but it really it was only a couple comedy songs, and then it went uh, into normal people music. It was interesting. Just have that couple, just couple songs. Well, yeah, it was uh, it was really cool to hear that. I, I love when the the, the venues cool. do stuff like that. I think that's fun. Um, yeah. Now, Jeremy, we can talk about the Cubs fan. Um, so, Dave, you <laughs> uh, you know we were at the premiere, and we know uh, there were other Alamo uh, Draft House premieres, uh, and they gave out a special Hawaiian shirt. Well, I saw a guy wearing one of those Hawaiian shirts, and we're in the middle of nowhere. I, no offense. Uh, Chuck, if you're local, but we're in the middle of nowhere and there's a guy wearing this thing. And I'm like, I know there's not an Alamo near here. So this, I just went over to him. I was like, I just went over and shook his hand. It was kind of awkward, uh, but we just like kind of shook hands. And I was like, hi. He's like, hi. And I was like, oh, uh, great shirt, you know, and we started talking. His name was Jeff. Uh, he was there with his buddy Aaron. And um, he actually lives more in the San Francisco area and went to that screening. Oh. Uh, but he's from here originally, and wow. he was saying he went to, um, you know, he was he got to play Jeopardy, and he won on Jeopardy and crushed it in, uh, what was the, the venue he, he was at, He Jeremy? was at the Saratoga, California Mountain Winery Show last tour, um, since that's in the San Francisco area. Uh, beautiful venue on top of a, just a mountain, just beautiful scenery over the valley. Um, actually, a quick trivia about that place. Uh, whenever I've talked to Melissa uh, before, she says that the equipment trucks uh, have to go up the hill backwards. Oh wow! At, at that venue, uh, but it's just a just a beautiful place. But that's where he won uh, Jeopardy at. Uh, and then I asked him since he was from San Francisco. I'm like, hey, are you a Giants fan? Because he mentioned that they had actually. Uh, the, I assume Giants is a baseball team. Yeah, yeah, the San okay. Francisco Giants. <laughs> so, but he had just said that they got actually married at Cooperstown. Um, they're they're in New York. Uh, wow. The lady that he's with. So I'm like, he has to be a big baseball fan. So I was like, are you a Giants fan since you're from San Francisco? 
And he's like, no, I'm a Cubs fan. So after that, I love the guy. So I, I think, uh, listeners, you can uh, assume that Jeremy is a, a Cubs fan. I guess that's what he's trying to say. Um so uh, it was great. We got a, we had a nice conversation with him. Jeff was. Well, I gotta uh, say, say, jump in for a minute here, Ethan. That this is crazy because, like, I've actually never, and again, no offense to anybody in the area, but I never actually heard of Nashville, Indiana before. And uh, to have these people, you, have, you know, have uh, Jillian coming in from Mississippi. You have this uh, other gentleman coming in from San Francisco. I didn't realize that this was such a hotbed <laughs> collection. Like, it's, it's in, like, the middle of the country, and it's, it's this place, obviously, pretty hopping where everyone wants is. to go to just to check out Weird Al concerts. I think, uh, you know, they're, the security guards are just really well-known here, and people just <laughs> flock to, uh, you know, it's it's like those bars where they insult you. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, <laughs> you know what? That place is called Dick's Last Resort, and that that officer Dick works there. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, Dave, I wanted to. I mean, you got you coming in. You got you coming in from from New York. Jeremy coming in from West Virginia. Allison coming in from Ohio. It's just like it's crazy. That is pretty crazy. crazy. Chuck, where are you from? Uh, from here in Indiana, about an hour away from here. Okay. An hour thirty. Okay. So. Chuck's the local, but all of us, <laughs> the rest of us but are uh, outsiders. That's, that's I, a hike. Wish, I wish it was daytime because Little Nashville is really cute. Like, so oh, yeah? Some ways from here, I saw it yesterday. Yeah, some ways from here, there's like this huge, like this little area where just a bunch of like local shops. It's the cutest thing in the world. I love going there just like shopping. They have really neat stuff everywhere. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing about Nashville. Like Dave, I, had, I hadn't heard of this Nashville, but... Earlier this year, I I don't know if you'd been there before, Dave, but it was my first time ever in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, which is the one I'd heard of before. So um, now I've been to both Nashvilles. <laughs> yeah. I've been to two Nashvilles. That's cool. Two Nashvilles on the same tour. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that works out. Um, before I forget, before the concert, uh, Allison and I spotted another service dog. So uh, I went from never seeing a service dog at a Weird Al show to two in a row. So we'll see if the streak continues wow. tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get this right. one's name. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I, I just kind of went through my notes. I sort of sped through. Uh, I want to – does anybody else have anything before, um, you know, emo set that happened that's notable that we should talk about? Yeah. I saw some interesting stuff on the way up here. Let's hear it. You know, I had to drive through that ice storm to get here. And I found out ice gathers on those 18-wheelers, and it will fly at you while you're driving down the highway. Oh, yikes. And I, I did see one 18-wheeler lose control and just slid into a ditch. Holy oh. crap. Wow. Oh, wow. That is scary. I kept driving. There was nothing I could do for him. Right. <laughs> you're not going to pull you tow him out. No, not with a Corolla. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I know... Uh, you had told wow. me that you were. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. And you were. You said you were nervous about driving in the snow. So it sounds like you really got the the worst of it. Yeah, I mean, Tennessee was just completely iced up, and there was no wow. way to get around it from where I was coming from. Oof. So I just slid on through it. <laughs> I'm so glad you made it uh, safely. I assume. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Welcome okay. <laughs> <laughs> you wrecked your car and you had to walk from it. <laughs> Five days, but you made it. That's why I left the day in advance. That was plan B. Uber the rest of the right. day. Right. 
Uh, oh, jeez. That's incredible. That's so great. Um, well, if no one else has anything from before the show, I will tell you, Dave, um, that I was in the third row in the pit, but I was all the way over. Like, I wouldn't even call it the Ruben side. It was more like the <laughs> parking lot side. It was so far <laughs> over. And oh, jeez. This, this venue, I said it, like I said, the you know, it's kind of newer – um, with the seats and stuff, but the stage is sort of like a, a what would you say, a semicircle? Yeah, it's a semicircle. So, um, you know, Al's in the center of the semicircle, and I'm on the side. So I, I actually, um, I'm sure I'll talk about it later, but I had uh, an interesting view of the show. Did, um, did, Jay, did you ever make it to a Star hmm. Plaza show? I think that was to Dave. Yeah, Dave, did you ever uh, make it to a Star Plaza oh. show? No. For some reason, I thought you said Je- I thought you said Jenny. Have you ever been to a Star Plaza <laughs> show? And I was like, wait, who's Jenny? Well, you anyway, just ruined no, our special I, I guest. Never, I never Jenny, made- please. Well, no. <laughs> uh, her phone number eight six seven no five three zero nine five three zero nine. No, I, no, Jeremy, I have not. I've not been to a Star Plaza. Okay. Well, anyway, that was like the most famous venue for Al to play uh, in Indiana. Like they played there since they started touring. Um, and the stage here was a lot like the, uh, one at the Star Plaza, uh, theater before they bulldozed it and made it into a parking lot. Um, so I did was RJ thinking, Fletcher do that? I was thinking maybe the stage here was kind of like a tribute <laughs> to that because it just reminded me a lot of the Star Plaza. Or maybe that's just how they make stages in Indiana. Possibly. Okay. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, well, Dave, um, the show started, uh, it was an 8 o'clock show, and um, I, I mentioned earlier, it was an hour and a half of doors open, so it really, it seemed like a really long time. It felt like an hour and a half before, yeah, that was a long time. before we uh, actually went in. Uh, I sat down just a few minutes before, uh, and we were all scattered, so none of us were sitting near each other. Um, JW took the stage, 7.59. And very reminiscent mm. of uh, Carnegie Hall, uh, he started talking and the mic wasn't on. <laughs> so oh, wow. He, he, uh, luckily, it got fixed a bit faster than uh, Carnegie Hall. Um, I don't know how they're more efficient here, but uh, he was able to uh, introduce Emo. And Emo took the stage at 8.01. And uh, Emo had his mm-hmm. uh, Harlequin outfit on. And... Um, he did uh, do your favorite joke, Dave, and um, oh yay, okay. There were a handful of, of new stuff that I hadn't heard before. Um, so typically on these episodes, we don't really talk about emo's material. But do you guys have any observations or or things that uh, you wanted to mention about emo? The metal emo letters were back. I saw they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't I see them yeah, from where I was. Yeah, they were sitting out in front of one of the speakers or whatever. Very cool. Yeah. Um, that's great. I loved, I loved his set. It was really funny. Yeah, he's just, he's <laughs> great. Also, whenever JW entered, they accidentally played Emo's music. Oh, yeah. A little bit early. And JW's just like coming out, just like he's like Emo. Right. Uh, so it was kind of hilarious <laughs> to see that. And then they cut that off really quick, and then they had the mic issue. Uh, I'm going to do a, a Coke Zero solo. I don't know if you want to join me, Dave. Oh, I'll do duo. one too. I I got one. Okay, I'm so gonna, let's do it. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Did Coke you do zero. It? 
Oh, I already opened mine. I did. <laughs> well, we got our Coke Zeros. Um, <laughs> not a sponsor, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> not yet. One day, one day we'll get Coke Zero. They just need to keep listening. We need them to just listen, and they'll be like, wow, these guys love us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a great set with Emo, of course, standing ovation. Um, and I have that Emo left the stage at 834, so about a 33-minute set. So it's kind oh, of a long, long Emo set. Yeah. Um, then I just stayed put during the, uh, intermission because this was, um, uh, the kind of seating where there's, it's like, it's all just the one big circle. So it's like kind of hard to get get through. You have to either, you know, and I was kind of in the center of, of the far right. So it was like, um, I would have to make 15 people move. So I was like, I'll just stay here. (laughs) Um, and, uh, now I'm hoping that you, Jeremy, or one of the other f- folks here, knows the name of this. But o Fortuna. O Fortuna started playing at 8:52. Yeah. Oh. Um, which I don't know if that was a mistake wow. or if that was because the, the lights were still on whenever the O Fortuna started. I, I've, it's the song I've where it's them, it's I've like seen, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Right, that's the... Exactly, Ethan, just like that. Uh, So that song, uh, (laughs) listeners, if you don't know what O04 Tuna means. uh, (laughs) I I, I have seen them start a show with that. But normally, like, uh, the lights are all the way off, and then, like, smoke starts. Uh, But this, the lights were on, and they started it. And then halfway during the song, they turned the lights off. And then... I don't know if you want to get into that. What? Well, Bermuda showing up at the end of the song. Well, yeah. By the time the the song ended, all four uh, band members were on stage, sans Al. Um, and so as soon as the song stopped, they just went right into Fun Zone. Well, at right at the end of the song, there was a big spotlight on Bermuda standing with his sticks crossed. Uh, oh, the, I, I couldn't at, see that. At the stand, right whenever Old Fortuna finished, before uh, they got into Fun Zone. I feel like that they've actually, wasn't there one tour, Jeremy, where they pretty much started with O Fortuna uh, almost every show? Yeah, they they actually, it, that actually started actually in Indiana, uh, the show in Carmel, Indiana, uh, and from then on, on the 2018 tour, uh, that was a pretty right. consistent thing. They would start with Old Fortuna. Yeah, that's what I thought. Definitely uh, not. Before some... we get too much further, go ahead. For, further, Ethan, I have to make sure that, uh, and this is uh, it'll be a treat for for Chuck and Jillian because they probably don't know about this. But I I need you to make sure that you've picked out uh, my song of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not at I this do, concert. I do have it. Um, I, uh, I'll, uh, I I'll write it down to, uh, so the I, folks I do here. get to. I do get to pick a favorite song. Mm. <laughs> and don't don't reveal this. I'll, I'll show you guys my guess. So essentially what's going to happen is we're going to talk about the whole concert. Mm-hmm. Even though Dave wasn't there, uh, when he is at a show, he likes to pick his favorite <laughs> song of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to listen to us describe all the songs. Mm-hmm. And then we. I'm going to guess right now what I think he's going to then say was his favorite song, even though he didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just to get you up to speed. Okay. <laughs> well, I got to tell you that starting the concert off with, with O Fortuna is uh, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. So uh, you're going to have to have to 
be a pretty cool show for uh, for that to to beat that. But let's let's go on. See yeah, what happens. I mean, I'm still not convinced that that was on purpose, but um, <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but so when it ended, all the guys were on stage and they played Fun Zone, which is just always Yay. such uh, a treat to get to hear. Um, did you guys heard Fun Zone played at your concerts? Uh, I I don't think we did Fun Zone in Memphis because he opened with uh, Velvet Elvis. Okay, mm-hmm. and you hadn't heard it either, Jillian. I didn't. No, it was not at Shreveport. You guys got Fun Zone. Yeah. I that's so exciting. It's uh, um, on previous tours they would always start the concert by playing Fun Zone mm-hmm. before they actually came out on stage. Um, they would play the recording of it, so it's really cool to get uh, the live version of Fun Zone. Um, Steve did have sunglasses on. Uh, that's as we know, that's an important thing to talk about. Um, and at the end of the song, of course, Al came out, and he was wearing. Um, I, I will say, Dave, he still has a goatee. Uh, so he, oh. he did not shave. He still has the the goatee that he had yesterday. So um, nice. I guess the goatee tracker is now an official. Uh, column on the spreadsheet, and we need to track it. So, I'm all so right. excited to see that. I love when he has his facial hair. It looks so good. I was it's so excited to see. It's very rare for Al to do a, a live show with mm-hmm. a, with a goatee. So the the fact that he's done it twice in a row is uh, is very remarkable. Mm-hmm. So you guys got a, a very rare show. Um, very cool. Very cool. Al was wearing a shirt which I have. I'm, I know I've named like five different times, uh, but I have a new name for it. Uh, not because I don't remember the okay. other name, but because it just needed uh-huh. uh, it's such a good name. Um, it's it's the shirt that's kind of rainbow e. <laughs> so I named it Rainbow Shirt Bert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he was wearing the Rainbow Shirt Bert uh, Hawaiian shirt uh, tonight. <laughs> All right. Now this was uh, this was kind of um, uh, you know like I said I, I wasn't sure if the O Fortuna was intentional or not uh, but it was sort of the first of many kind of like little weird hiccups throughout the show um, potentially huh. uh, because the the first like uh, um, hiccup started uh, when they started playing the second song which was First World Problems um, Al very immediately okay. was. Uh, motioning that he needed his mic turned up in his monitor, and not too long after that, um, the uh, the stage left tech was out. Um, I don't know what happened with Steve, but I saw Steve's mic completely disconnected, and then uh, he was like reconnecting it. Did you guys have a better view of what was happening? Oh wow! With I saw Steve? I saw Al do the like the motion for his mic. I didn't see anything happen with Steve. I didn't yeah, see that. you you, you uh, described it accurately. Ethan, uh, was Steve's they, mic not plugged in? Steve mic, Steve's mic was plugged in, I think. Okay. But it, they disconnected it and reconnected it and was doing things with the monitors. And there was a lot of things going on in that first song. Yeah. Um, and it didn't I seem like anybody was very happy. <laughs> uh, we don't need to review wow. it. I, I think, you know, <laughs> that. It, but it was... Um, yeah, it was interesting. And then again during the song, Al motioned to have his mic go up again. So um, I think definitely, huh. um, you know, s- some sound issues in the monitors. Um, 
uh, any comments on that? I, I don't want to say that every every song, but if you guys have anything else to add for First World Problems. First World Problems? I was so excited to hear that. That's one of my absolute favorite songs of his. When, mm-hmm. He didn't play it the first the first one I went to. He played it in this one. I was I was ecstatic. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad he didn't play Craigslist, though, but that's okay. Spoilers! Albuquerque. Spoilers! Oh, spoilers! Sorry, sorry, spoilers! Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm excited. Now Dave knows what they played, um, <laughs> only, potentially. Only, only okay. Them. Chuck could be trying to throw you off. Yeah, I'm a liar. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she, she, yeah, she could. Um, and for people following, if this is like the first episode you're listening to for some strange reason, uh, you know, people following along. I, even though I'm not there, um, you know, I am picking out my favorite song, but I also do not know uh i've not looked at a set list if if it's online yet or anything so i'm hearing the concert for the first i'm hearing the review uh for the first time as if i was listening to the podcast as well <laughs> so uh it's pretty exciting yeah and you get to comment along uh as, as you hear about yes it. yes um as i'm sure as i'm sure all of our listeners do as well i'm sure they're they're screaming at their uh at their <laughs> podcast apps they're, they're, and, saying, yeah, they're just, and commenting along with us. <laughs> they're talking to themselves in the mirror or, or their, their pet. <laughs> they're talking to their pet. Um, now, I don't know if we said this yesterday. I'm sure we did. But um, so the Kalamazoo last night, uh, that was a newly added show. That was just – that was not a reschedule. That was just like they added a brand new show. Right. Um, but these next four, starting with tonight, um, are all shows that ended up – um, getting rescheduled because Al had COVID uh, and once unable to do the, the shows. So um, I was wondering, how is, is Al going to address that? I'm sure he is. Uh, and uh, the, the answer is coming up right now. Al came out. He said, after the song, he said, how you guys doing? And um, he said, uh, well, we were having technical di- difficulties right off the bat. Um, and then he said, uh, this is... You know, our, our COVID makeup show. Um, sorry, I was sick. And he said, believe me, um, I would have still performed, uh, but legally uh, they would not let me perform with COVID. He said, trust me, I would have uh, still done the show even if I had a sword through my head. <laughs> so, you wow. know, Al obviously does not like to miss shows. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, uh, I guess spend some time with swords. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Careful around those swords, Al. I think that's the next uh, weird sequel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he said, uh, you know, give it up for Emo. He said, we love Emo. And I, I, I didn't fully hear this, but I think he said something to the degree, degree of, and we've heard this kind of before, uh, Emo's... Um, Always going to be here with me as long as he has those Polaroids still. Uh, and uh, Al said, um, you know, some people show up and they're confused, you know, even though the name of the show is very specific. And they'll get on Twitter and be like, oh, he didn't play Eat It. Uh, so he said to so get ready for s- some deeply unpopular songs tonight like this one. And then went right into uh, your horoscope for today. Which uh, is one of my favorites to hear on this tour. So I was very excited to get that. Yes. 
um, recently got a brand new music video as well. That's right. And uh, yeah, it's the most recent uh, music video as of this recording. It came out with the Illustrated <laughs> Al uh, just a few weeks ago. So that was really cool to get to hear that one. Yeah. Um, I, I noted at this point in the show um, <laughs> this, uh, this younger girl uh, with her mom was sitting not to kind of right in front of me and she had uh, this homemade headband with spring sticking out of it with circles with Al's face mm-hmm. so it wasn't really blocking my view because she was was short but definitely in my peripheral vision I saw like these two circles on springs wiggling around the whole show um, but she seemed very excited and you know I, I liked that she put the effort in so uh, I didn't have an issue with it I just I thought it was funny why nice nice um had you guys heard horoscope before uh-huh i love that song it's so good mm-hmm. it's so good what's your horoscope oh your zodiac my zodiac i'm a gemini gemini we should go around ask everyone's their zodiacs dave yeah dave uh, i'm a proud leo leo okay leo. allison libra libra chuck capricorn and jillian scorpio and jeremy scorpio is that the only twin? And it's not a Gemini twin. It's a different... Oh. <laughs> we're all different except for Jillian and Jeremy. And I think Al is a Scorpio also. Yeah. Right? He's either a Scorpio or a Libra. He's on the cusp. He's Scorpio. He's Scorpio. Because He's if Scorpio. he was the same as me, I would brag about that. <laughs> I remember I'm not, about I've been looking around about that because he's like on the cusp. No yeah. me out. Is that going to make it into the tattoo, Jillian? It is. It's already planned. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. Um, oh, awesome. Very cool. Well, it was great, and, uh, you know, this was the first horoscope uh, back on the new tour after the three-month break, and uh, the transition for the long, fast part um, was pretty good. It was, you know, the part where um, it transitions from just Al to Al and Jim, and Al takes a quick breath. Um, It sounded great, I thought. Um, So then Al brought up the accordion, and he said, I know what you guys want to hear. Uh, as he's holding up the accordion, and then he called for a drum solo. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, the stupid drum solo. It was just one hit from Bermuda. And then absolutely nothing from Al. Complete silence. No what a guy. No nothing. <laughs> it was very weird. I, I was you know waiting for Al to say something. Um, and then they just went right into when I was your age. Oh, nice. And... Uh, I was really just admiring my seat. My seat was definitely like, you know, you would hate it, Dave. Dave, I know you love sitting as central as possible. I was like almost as far right. I was like, I was pretty much in New Jersey. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's how far right I was. Uh, But I was close. So I I really got a great view of the whole band. It wasn't a front view of the band, but I could see Bermuda really well because he was actually kind of facing towards me. Um, I could see Ruben really well, and I could see, um, you know, Steve Allen and Jim from the side, and it was great. I was really admiring it, because very rarely this tour um, have I gotten to get a good look at Bermuda, and I, I love seeing Bermuda. So it was uh, it was cool to watch them, and I was just really appreciating the view and, and taking the extra time to watch uh, uh, Bermuda and Ruben, because I, I don't get to see them as much. Yep. Uh, but I don't have anything else for when I was your age. Well, I thought that tonight, uh, when I was your age, was actually back to the regular tempo. Yes, I agree. It might have been a little bit slow, 
but it was it was a lot closer than it was last night whenever it was fast. Yeah, it didn't so. it didn't sound uh, different from normal for me tonight. It sounded just right, you know, just the same. Um, after when I was your age, like as they were ending, um, there were two, so there's I I think I'll probably mention them a few more times, but the guys two guys to my left were so excited. Every song that started, uh, as soon as they realized what it was, they're like, "Oh, it's when I was your age!" Like they were they're like high fiving each other, like kind of bros, uh, bros, Weird Al super fan bros uh, who knew obscure songs, nice. so that was cool. Um, but not super fan enough, I guess, to know the names of the band members because when I was your age ended, and I heard them say. Dude, the keyboardist looks like a guy from Sopranos. <laughs> um, wow! Ruben was wearing that um, that jacket with the uh, the purple. Oh, uh, the purple detail. jacket. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was funny. I, I don't think I've ever looked at at Ruben and thought Italian, but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but. Uh... You know these these guys. Sopranos who, is not the first thing that pops in my mind either. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. But the, but. These guys uh, had lots of beer throughout the show, so I, I think they had uh, ah maybe that explains a, a lot. <laughs> maybe they weren't seeing as clearly as I was. Um, well, so then Al said that uh, he talked about how we got a phone call in the middle of the night, and it was the president of the record business. Uh, it was a very important call, and the guy, he sounded very pathetic and probably drunk and, and crying, and the record industry was in the toilet because of all the hooligans, <laughs> and uh, Al said it's very hard to hear uh, a one percenter cry, so he recorded uh, <laughs> the song you're about to hear, and nobody ever illegally downloaded music ever again, and... Then they played. I'm sure you Hold can... on. Okay. Allison has I've got something, something happened to me Uh-oh. during... Before uh, the song started. Yeah. So uh, during Don't Download This Song, you know how people get out their cell phones with the... Ca- with the it didn't start phone. yet. Oh. I th- <laughs> you sounded like you were about to talk about a different uh, song. Never mind. I apologize. Well, I so many it. spoilers tonight, Dave. I don't know how you're... These people never listen to it. <laughs> So they you started don't download okay. the song. Um, now you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> okay, you well, can finish whatever you were saying. I'll. I'll get I was just saying that they played don't download. They started yeah. don't download the song. Uh, what I will say is, um, very early on, I, um, I I threw on my uh, phone flashlight and started waving it, and I saw a couple people like giving me dirty looks like what is this guy shining a light for and it wasn't very long before seeming like half the audience um ended up participating and there was just this huge glow because i was you know i said i was i was only three rows from the stage in the pit i just like the stage got brighter as people were turning on their lights and it was very cool oh wow um okay allison let's let's Okay, Let's hear so, about your experience. So, you know, about the time when you, you know, people start turning on their flashlights and waving them. Uh, I was in the front row balcony and there was like a ledge and the stairs were like right in front of me. And there was like a security lady down there, like watching the show. And I start waving my flashlight. She turns around. She starts yelling at me. She's like, put that away. Put it away. So I put it away. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't really, you know, 
talk in the middle of this, you know, right. show. Right, <laughs> you can't so explain put, to her. Yeah, I just put it away, but then I see all the other <laughs> cell phones coming out. She can't stop everyone, you know? <laughs> There's so many of them, you can't get to all those people. She starts freaking out. She's like, whoa, like, how am I going to stop this? And then some other lady, I saw her, like, put her hand on her shoulder and, like, was whispering to her, like, explaining to her, like, this is how people have fun at shows. <laughs> like, she's never experienced people having fun before. She doesn't understand how it works. So this, this woman, you know, explained it to her, and I just had to sit there and not use my flashlight because I was... You didn't want to get in trouble? No, I'm right there. I'm like the only person she can yell at. So I'm like the only person that can't use the flashlight. And then once once this other lady explained to her, like, you know, this is what happens. People wave their flashlights. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, then the lady who yelled at me, she like turned around and apologized to me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I, I told her I was like, Aww, yeah, I said it happens all nice. the time. I said this is uh, part of the show. It's, it's fun for everybody. Right. And she apologized to me, so I forgive her. Aww. <laughs> it was like watching. Well, I don't forgive her. <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> it was like when the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> it was like watching that. <laughs> I was like the only person in my row that was doing it. I was like very shyly. I really wanted to do it, but I was the only person. It was so scary. <laughs> and but you did did uh did it grow or were you still the I only was person like the, by the, like, end? the two people beside me were like kind of party poopers like they were not happy. like the, the guy to my uh right he was laughing at emo's uh set but then he, like the everybody behind me beside me was quiet and i was like like enjoying it singing and they were just like so quiet and it was like freaking me out I was, like, <laughs> am i the only person enjoying the show right now but no it was chill well as soon as i started waving the uh my flashlight uh the bros joined in pretty quickly <laughs> <laughs> which was great nice. and uh it was really i i mean it was a lot of people uh, i was surprised it's not normally as many as i got to see um f- from where you the rest of you were sitting how did it look uh it looked pretty cool from i mean i, I could like turn my head and i see like everybody over this side it was really it was really dope to see but not i didn't see very many people like actually like in front of me have their phone up it was always like to the sides, everyone had their phone up. But okay. around me, it didn't really seem like very many people were in it doing it. From where I was, I could tell everyone's flashlights. It did really light up the whole room. Yeah. It was like they almost turned on the, the house lights. <laughs> yeah, I was casting a shadow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was sitting also first row balcony, but I was on the far right section. So the semicircleness of the venue allowed me to kind of have like an overview of the other side of the crowd so I could see you know from the crowd down to the stage all the lights so that was pretty cool because there were a lot of people that were doing it um, and also they had like an extra rig of uh, stage lights over the crowd and I could see in a lot of the songs uh, the crowd like lit up in you know this the typical stage lights that we just see oh cool on stage which, which kind of gave an extra you know, atmosphere to the uh, to the concert. I love that. So that one. looked really yeah. cool, also. Oh, that's great. One that's definitely a benefit of having a, a further back or a balcony seat because you can see you know all the fun stuff they do with the lights. But when you're in the third row over in New Jersey, it's hard to see that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, also, very important during "Don't Download This Song" were the fingernail lights on stage. So not oh. only were we lighting it with flashlights, but also fingernail lights. Um, wow. And then the song ended, and Al said, I think we changed the world tonight. <laughs> uh, Al said, then he said, uh, I'd be the first to admit that some of my songs have aged poorly. 
Uh, he wrote this next one several decades ago, and he's embarrassed about it, but he's going to do it anyway. Um, of course, he wrote it back when someone uh, would actually be impressed by a 2,000-inch TV. Um, so then he played Frank's 2,000-inch TV. <laughs> nice. And uh, I saw... Uh, I, I pretty much spent this whole song just watching Ruben because he was just cracking up. I don't know why. He was just, like, laughing hysterically, and he was pointing at Al, and he was looking at the monitor tech, and he kind of was just, um, at least for the first half of the song, just standing at the keyboard, not doing anything. Like, I guess he doesn't have any piano parts. Um, so he had, you know, he would do the uh, the vocal, background vocal parts, but he wasn't playing anything for most of the song. And um, I'm sure you guys know the part in the song where there's, like, a um, the ding, where Al, like, kind of, yeah. you know, he does the ding. Well, <laughs> I'm watching Ruben, and it comes to the ding part, and he, like, very dramatically hits the one key that has the ding, and then, like, acts all proud of himself, <laughs> and then he pretends he has, like, a, uh, a piece of paper in his hand, and he makes, like, a... Uh, a check mark, like checked off the one thing I had to do for this song. <laughs> I watched him during that song. <laughs> I love it. Everywhere. It was so silly to watch. It him. was, yeah, he's so silly. Part. Um, and uh, it was, it was great. So, um, if you're if you're seeing a Frank's 2000 inch TV and you can see Ruben, uh, I recommend uh, watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a great song, you know. Of course, it's uh, it's always great to hear that one. Uh, so then Al said he is a uh, very self-aware person. He's got a good handle, uh, you know, on, on uh, you know, what people think when they, th they, they think of him. And uh, Dave, do you want to take a guess at what the, the two things are that people think of when they think of Al? Uh, raw, unbridled sexual energy. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> and two? And... Uh, Blues music? Nope, nope. The second thing, uh, Dave, oh. you are a Weird Al super fan. I'm surprised you don't know this. Of course, raw, unbridled sexual energy and muffler repair at an affordable cost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that of one. Of course. And he said, well, completely unrelated <laughs> to that, I'm going to play some blues song for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, play generic blues with uh, blue lights. Uh, Blue lights. I don't know if we want to talk about this now. I think we may have a a special guest who can speak to this uh, tomorrow, uh, the next show tomorrow. <laughs> so maybe we can can save this oh. and come back to it. Okay. What do you think? All right. Yeah. Dave okay, knows what fine. I'm talking about. No one else I mean, does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll that, see. That's fine. We'll, a little teaser for everybody listening. If you want to hear a little bit more about generic blues, maybe tune in next episode. Yeah. Mm. Um. So um, I noticed, uh, I think this is different, when he says, maybe it's a chemical imbalance, he said, I don't know. <laughs> he kind of like added that in as a little aside. Um, and then as, when the song ended, Al said something, I, I didn't totally get it. Uh, he's like, did, I think he said something like, did that get your mojo going, Steve? And Steve's like, Yep. <laughs> uh, then Al said um, he likes to try to stay informed 
And, of course, uh, you know, you can't trust cable news and everything else. The only place you can trust is the weekly Midnight Star. And uh, this was one where I just uh, was enjoying my view of, of Bermuda and Ruben. Um, such, a, such a fun song. Um, any comments on Midnight Star or anything else that we just went over, folks? Um, you were talking about your, you had a good view of Ruben. I don't remember what song. It kind of happened through several songs, but from where I was sitting, there was like a light shine. Like you could see like a big shadow of oh, uh, yeah. Ruben yeah, on the back Yeah, I saw wall. that too. Yeah. The Ruben so, shadow. <laughs> yeah, so you could kind of see his head bopping around. I love it. And, yeah, <laughs> cool. So after Midnight Star, um, Al told a story that, that uh, we have heard before, Dave. So the next song is the first song I recorded for my third album. Um, it came at a bad time because my girlfriend had just broken up with me, so I wasn't really, you know, in the mood for writing comedy music. Uh, he said, "But I have a life hack for you guys." Uh, he said, "If you if you know you get broken up with, don't spiral into depression. Just channel that into a song, um, into song lyrics." Uh, he said, record that song and put it on a platinum-selling album and then, you know, just buy a house in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> so, uh, great life hack yes. <laughs> from, uh, from from Al. And, of course, then went into One More Minute. Mm, love that song. It's great, yeah. And uh, it was great because, uh, you know, the Jeopardy question last night had to do with uh, Crazy Glue. And yes. uh, One More Minute was the one I was... Um, I was able to name that had crazy glue in it. So it was good to hear <laughs> Al confirm my suspicion. <laughs> it actually, uh, I, you know, now that I mentioned Jeopardy from last night, um, there, there was a little bit of a controversy during Jeopardy that, um, that we didn't talk about uh, on last night's episode. And we got some clarification. And Dave, I know you uh, chimed in on, uh, with your, your feelings on it. There was a question when I was playing Jeopardy about um, where the answer was what is, you know, essentially the second album that Weird Al put out. So um, what is Weird Al's second album called? Well, I said, what is Weird Al Yankovic in 3D? Because that's the name of the album. <laughs> well, when I said that, <laughs> yes. J JW was like, ooh, I don't know if I can accept that. And had Marnie come over and they deliberated. They're like, well, you're on thin ice, Ethan, but we've decided we're going to accept that. So I asked J JW, I'm like, why did you say that? Like, I, didn't, I had the answer, right? <laughs> and someone was like, Mr. Popeil or something. I was like, obviously, I know what album that's on. He's like, well, the answer card just said in 3D. And I was like, well, JW, the name of the album is Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. It's like, no, Weird Al Yankovic is the name of the artist in 3D. I was like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yes, the name of the artist is Weird Al Yankovic, but uh, that is the name of the album. But so. the name of the, yeah, the name of the album is Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. Correct. So I, I agree with you. You agree with me. So I want to give you full credit for that. <laughs> so, uh, yes, and with, with you on copy in a text message, I did. Uh, message the uh, the question writer himself, uh, UH Jeff Nucera, and he confirmed that he agrees with me that <laughs> that the name of the album is the name of the album. <laughs> um, so that was uh, one of so, uh, Jeff's that. the one that's on thin ice at this point. That's is what you're right. Saying. That's right. Um, 
I mean, we're going to have to have all five. And maybe we need to do is get all 5,000 questions that U.S. Jeff wrote, and we need to proofread them. I think so. Sure I think that, so. Uh, they are accurate. <laughs> but to, to JW's credit, though, right, uh, Ethan was telling me that the Excel file did only say in 3D. Oh, yeah. I mean, JW, you know, was just going by what Jeff wrote. So, really, it's Jeff's fault. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I Send him Shame a, on you, Jeff. Send him a uh, poop emoji uh, text <laughs> for me, Dave. <laughs> All right. I do every day. <laughs> you know, that was actually something uh, I wanted to mention from our car ride. Um, you know, I, I mentioned we listened to episode 100 Inch, and there's a part in that, uh, Dave, if you remember, when you and I are texting intern Frank, and um, uh, in our <laughs> yeah. text, I type poop emoji, poop emoji, poop emoji, cat with hard eyes emoji, Delete poop emoji. Uh, and so um, uh, Allison has a really great uh, text message ringtone, and we wanted to hear it. Uh, so we asked Jeremy to text her, but we demanded that he he type three poop emojis, a cat with hard eyes emoji, then delete it, then a fourth <laughs> poop emoji. But Allison, do you want to tell us what your ringtone is? Yeah. Also, it took Jeremy like 15 minutes to. It was literally 15 minutes. I've never used emojis. I'll text you. Hold on, let me turn the volume up on it because I always have it turned off. I almost kind of, I kind of forgot that that was what my ringtone was. Um, I always, I never hear it. I gotta find your number here. Uh, Okay, I'll send you a poop emoji. (laughs) 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 All right, we're waiting for a ringtone now. Dead air while we wait for the <laughs> ringtone. Did it come through? Not yet. Oh, boy. It's taking so long. The service is bad here. Ding dong. <laughs> Did you hear it, Dave? <laughs> it was <No>. ding dong. <laughs> it's uh, from, oh, ding dong. <laughs> from the fat music video, ding dong. I love it. And I so, love it. I mean, that's a brilliant text message ringtone, but yeah. they must sell doorbells that you can program. So how great would it be to have a house doorbell that just has that guy saying ding dong when someone pushes the button. Yes, I love it. I love it. Um, so after one more. Or, or have, your, uh, have your doorbell say poop emoji, poop emoji, poop emoji. <laughs> Cat with hard eyes emoji, delete. Cat with hard eyes emoji, delete. Poop emoji. That would also be acceptable. So uh, after one more minute, uh, Al said, I wrote the next song. In 2002, which was a palindrome year, and he said it was a big deal because not until the next century, I think, would be another palindrome year. And I feel like I, I was trying to remember, and I'm, I'm sure Al was trying to remember too, <laughs> what the next pal- palindromic <laughs> year is. Is it? Uh, my guess from my seat was uh, 2112 would be the next one. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Yes. So that is correct. Next century, Al got it correct. Um, and of course, he talked about how he put together these, you know, these, uh, you know, kind of rhyming, flowing uh, palindromes. And it, it seemed like it means something, but it was kind of nonsense. So he said, oh, it's a Bob Dylan song. That's why I call this song Bob. And uh, I have zero notes for Bob. Does anyone want to talk about Bob? It was Bob. <laughs> Bob it's was also Bob. one of my favorite songs. I was so excited when he sang that. I love it. All right. Yeah. So I, I know how Allison and, and Jeremy feel. So Chuck and Jillian, I'm very curious. 
Um, this may seem like a silly question to you. Um, <laughs> like, is the sky blue? But um, does Bob have an official Weird Al music video? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's that's what I say. That's what Allison says. Yeah. Why wouldn't I mean, it be? I watched something on YouTube. Looks pretty official. It's him in the Bob Dylan outfit, holding cue cards, yeah. dropping. What is wrong with these people, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think they understand the definition of music video. <laughs> I'm scared to be in the room with Versus all these people. Well, what's the problem? LTV bit. <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll fill them in very on, sh- on your very shortly. <laughs> Feeling, Dave and Jeremy have uh, very weird feelings about the the Bob video, uh, whether it's just a video it's not, or it's, if it's a music video. Uh, music is playing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I need. Exactly. The music is the whole point of well, the video. I like these uh, these ladies. There's the, lyri- there's the lyrics from the music in the video, also. So I think that extra counts. And Weird Al. All right. Yeah, Weird Al. Himself. Well, okay, okay, yeah. no. So I think that checks all the boxes. Weird, for Weird Al does video. not. All right. <laughs> well, Weird Al does not consider did not consider it a music video. So I and Jeremy do not consider oh it a music goodness. video. <laughs> He's not here to vote on it. Yeah. <laughs> Overruled. Our Al. opinion is the only one that matters right now. <laughs> uh, after Bob, uh, someone said, "We love you, Al," and Al said, "I love you." <laughs> and uh, Al said, "This is the one hundred and thirty first show this tour." And I think that's correct, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to read Incredible. what I said. This tour, uh, do do do, something. Of, I, I think about. Uh, I've been with uh, these guys, meaning the band, a long time. He talked about how he met uh, Bermuda on September 14th, 1980, on the Doctor Demento show when they were both <laughs> guests. Um, and of course, Bermuda provided the. Accordion case uh, beating for another one rides the bus. He said that he met Ruben on Grinder, and Ruben <laughs> did a uh, his famous spit take, <laughs> spit out half a bottle of water. Um, but Jim and Steve, well, Al met them in Tampa, Florida, uh, at the Days Inn in 1982. Um, he heard some music coming from the lounge, and he said he wanted to see what cheesy. Sad little band was playing the lounge in the days in. (laughs) And after their set, he walked right up to them and he was able to because he was the only person there. (laughs) And on the spot, he he offered them a uh, 45-year contract and it's been working out pretty good so far. (laughs) So those are the highlights of, uh, of the story of Al, you know, meeting them and getting them in the band. And then, of course, that meant we got to hear uh, Dare to be Stupid, the lounge version, yeah. which I was really nice. excited to hear because it's been a while since I heard that one. Anybody, uh, have you guys heard that one before? Uh-huh. Is... He played that at Memphis, I believe. Yeah, because I remember telling my friend, he's playing the Dare to be Stupid lounge. <laughs> yeah, he played that there. You heard it too, Jillian? No, that was the first time. Oh, cool. And it's going to be in the tattoo as well. Nice. The lounge version of Dare to be Stupid? <laughs> Not the lounge version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you visualize that. What's, what's going to be on your tattoo? Uh, it's going to be the symbol on their yellow jackets. Oh, I love that. The atomic. Yes. That's so cool. 
I am so excited for your tattoos. <laughs> Me too. It's planned out. Yeah, I can't wait to see the final version. I know. It's so cool. We need, we're going to need yeah. regular updates on that. Oh, um, um, before we continue, I actually have to go. My mom is freaking out, so I gotta go. That's totally fine. Okay. Chuck, and, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Great to have you, Chuck. Thank you. It was great to meet you officially, have you on the podcast yeah. even more officially, and uh, I'm sure officially. we'll hear from you again. Yeah, I will bug you to get me on it again, probably. Excellent. <laughs> <Sure. Okay. laughs> All right, safe travels. Nice thank you. you. Great to you meet you. Should we grab a picture real quick of, yes, uh, of this yes. crew? Uh, Dave, if you don't mind, we're gonna take a quick picture. Um, Without you. Let's try and do a little selfie here. If you guys want to squeeze in behind me, we'll get. Um, I, I you you can't see this, but I'm doing my hand signal in the background. <laughs> okay, Perfect. great. Uh, got some good pictures. Uh, Photoshop him in. We'll Photoshop you in, Dave. <laughs> Very badly too. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Um, where did we leave off? We it'd be stupid lounge version. End of the lounge. Oh no! In the lounge version, of course, uh, I did volunteer, um, uh, and I raised my left hand, and in my left hand, I held my two thousand uh, inch hat uh, in my left hand. So I think that's a new one, Dave. Mm. Wow! Oh, that it's is a new one. Uh, Chuck just put on her awesome jacket, and I see. <laughs> The Weird Al Yankovic autograph. It's a beautiful autograph. Yeah. Very well done. And can we see the other sleeve? Yeah, right here. Uh, J.W. Halford, Ethan Allman, Emo Phillips. Did Emo say anything about those other? No. He, I don't remember what. He didn't really say much about it. He, I, he I didn't say, like, wow, you got to meet Ethan Allman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That is I, so I, cool. I really wish I had All celebrities. With me because I walked past Bermuda twice. Oh no! I wanted to. Oh, no. I was so scared. I didn't have a pen on me. I wasn't about to make him sign with a pencil. Line, so. <laughs> you could have pricked your finger. Bef before Chuck, <laughs> before you leave, do you want to give us a little plug for your yes, uh, I do. social media? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, on Instagram, uh, at vv3spa. It's like Vespa, but spelled like an idiot. vv3spa on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, TikTok is that the same? Yep, same on TikTok. Same on TikTok. I, I, uh, a friend of of the podcast, um, Aaron Henry, uh, sent me a message uh, and said, "Hey, I just saw a picture of you on this person's uh, <laughs> uh, Instagram or whatever," and she's you like, "I." Uh, yeah, so she she stumbled upon your a video that has like fifty thousand views on TikTok, <laughs> and then like followed the uh, the uh, the breadcrumbs and then saw me in a picture. So she sent me <laughs> sent me that. So uh, thank you, Chuck. Thanks uh -huh. for joining us, yeah. and uh, we'll check you out. Uh, VV three SPA. You've got really great artwork. Uh, Weird Al and JW drawings uh, galore. So uh, we'll check that out. My commissions are open. And her this co plug. commissions are open. We'll think about it. We'll have to commission something. Awesome. Um, See you later. Bye, guys. See you later. So Al then picked up his accordion and uh, after Dare to be Stupid, and uh, he said, I got my idea for the next song at Disneyland. And uh, he asked how many people have been on mm. the Jungle Cruise ride. And he said, and he then explained the Jungle Cruise ride for folks. And he said, you know, it's, it's a ride that's at both Disneyland and Disney World. And uh, it's been there pretty much since the park started and talked about, um, you know, his revelation of the, the guy complaining about uh, being an out-of-work actor. Oh, that's a song. And went into Skipper Dan. And uh, 
We got some, some, uh, some weird, weird uh, little issues to start. Um, or at least to me, it was kind of an issue. The claps that uh, you know Bermuda plays on his drum pad uh, were really, really quiet. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I wasn't even thinking about it. I didn't notice. They, they seem normal to me. They, it could be that they, I was just over in New Jersey and I couldn't they, hear it right. <laughs> they, well, they, they had, at the start of the tour last year, they had made them louder because they were trying to encourage audience participation. Yeah. But then the audience participation was so bad yeah. and off rhythm <laughs> that they kind of lowered it later on and the tour. Okay. Uh, so to me, it seemed like it was the same as it was later on in the tour. So to me, it sounded so quiet that I, I could like barely hear it. Well, the um, people next to me were arguing at that point. Oh, really? Yeah. What were they arguing about? No parodies, so they got up and left. Really? Yep. <laughs> uh, we got to check Twitter <laughs> and see if they <laughs> tweeted out. They, That's funny. Didn't they read the T-shirt? It's written clearly on the T-shirt. And no the parodies. disclaimer at the beginning when Al explains it. Yeah, everyone. Al already explained it. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I didn't believe him. That's funny. Well, this was actually the second night in a row that we got Skipper Dan. But tonight was the first night of this current 2023 tour that we could actually hear Skipper Dan. Last night we just got the megaphone. <laughs> that was not spoken into. Um... <laughs> Now, Dave, I something you know we haven't had a Skipper Dan since uh, our movie Stardom uh, was known to the general public. Um, <laughs> and there's a line yes. in it where he says, "Don't bother trying to IMDb me." And now with uh, with Weird <laughs> the Al Yankovic story out, uh, I know you were already on IMDb, Dave, but it's very exciting that I yes. now have an IMDb page. Nice. So. Um, you, you can bother trying to IMDb me, and you'll find out that I am a, uh, a biker. <laughs> um, so I thought that was uh, that was really fun. Um, because the state... I'm going to ask uh, intern Frank to IMDb you right now. Okay, do it. Do it, Frank. <laughs> um, now, this was uh, a huge stage. Um, the, very, very wide uh, stage. So when it came time for the uh, waterfall, it was maybe one of the biggest waterfalls I've ever seen. Um, I'm curious, Jillian, did you notice when Al said, ah, you know, the backside of water, that they had what looked like a waterfall? I was looking at the couple. They were, they were not You're... happy. <laughs> I would have been looking at them, too. I, mean, I think you, were, you made right the right there, choice. So um, it was unavoidable. Wow. And you were in the VIP section, right? I was, but I bought my VIP after the resale. They had already bought them super discounted because the show was almost going to start when it got moved. So they had, oh, okay. they had VIP tickets, but not VIP, if that makes sense. Got it. That makes sense. Um, I can't imagine a VIP leaving, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, they <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great waterfall, Dave. I think you would have enjoyed it. It was. It was beautiful. Awesome. Um, so there was no intro for the next song, no spoken intro, but we got, um, what sounded maybe like the same, uh, as last night. A little shorter. A little, yeah, definitely shorter. Um, and we got some more information since the show last night, uh, but I will say the next song was Nature Trail to Hell, and, um, we didn't really have a, a good way to describe the intro, uh, when we recorded the podcast last night. Um, but we since got some information. I heard from 
uh, Jared Marker, who saw a video on YouTube of it, that uh, they were doing an homage to Elton John's Funeral for a Friend um, at the beginning of Nature Trail ah. Hall as that intro. Um, I'm not familiar with that song super cool. well, so that it didn't click uh, in my head immediately. Um, so glad that, that Jared was was there to help out. Uh, it did sound a little bit different tonight. I, yeah. Um, yeah. It was shorter. It was a little more um, succinct, I guess. Um, but still a really awesome way to start Nature Trail to Hell. Um, the, the funny thing about that, about Nature Trail to Hell and the uh, the funeral for a friend introduction is, is uh, I, may, I may have noticed it if it had been there. I definitely know that if for special guest Jackie Rossi was there she would have noticed it but uh the out of the uh four people who are on the the podcast or the five you know five people on the podcast last night uh the one that I certainly would have expected to notice it would have been special guest Jake Larson and unfortunately he was not in the room when right. it happened <laughs> you're right you're right he definitely would have would have uh, been able to identify that for us um that's really funny Dave um, I think, well, it is an arrangement of Funeral for a Friend. It's not exactly how Al has played it as a cover before, because uh, we have com- we compared him today. Uh, so it's, it is like a shorter arrangement as an homage uh, yeah. to Funeral for a Friend. So, you know, it might not have been able to pick it off right away, but I do think that is what Al's going for, uh, especially with the rain sound effects, still starting the, uh, the homage part. And we know that Weird Al is a huge, huge, huge fan of Elton John fan. That was so, a, that was like one of the first yeah. songs he learned on the accordion after he, uh, did right, Yellow right, Bird exactly. Bird. Right. Um, so this was uh, this is great. There was a uh, um, at one point I think Ruben needed his monitors changed because he just uh, like kind of looked back and then pointed at Al. So uh, I don't know if he was pointing. Between Al or just in general, he needed more or what? But um, I saw Ruben do that, and I was really excited because, uh, like I said, I had a good view of Bermuda this show, so I was excited to watch Bermuda during the screams part. Um, and there were authentic Bermuda screams, <laughs> and it was really funny to watch his face <laughs> while he screamed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jillian, had you seen Nature Trail to Hell? I uh, have. Live, okay, yeah, great. I did it Shreveport. Uh, what did you think of the uh, that new kind of instrumental funeral for a friend esque thing they played? Gotta be honest, I didn't notice it. I'm not okay. familiar with okay. people, so <laughs> that's totally fine. I mean, we've we've seen a lot of shows, so any little difference yeah, we I've do only notice. Seen two. <laughs> um, but it was really great. It was it was good. Um, it, it was enjoyable. I think that was actually uh, before the funeral for a friend uh, was one of the other hiccups of the night. It was really dark for a good amount of time uh, before the rain sounds. Uh, oh, you're right. It was started. kind of like, yeah, it was kind it of was, a pause. It was delayed. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he was trying to find the, where the rain sounds were, <laughs> were or uh, that, what, what the issue was. Yeah, that sound, that seems right. Um, that maybe they're waiting to uh, for that the rain sounds to start. Um, huh. So Al said that this next one is uh, probably the most '90s song in his catalog, and I uh, said if there's kids here, I'll fill you in. 
uh, you know, there's this guy, Eddie Vedder, and he was the, the lead singer of Pearl Jam. Uh, and, you know, Pearl Jam is this band that was played a lot on MTV. If you don't know MTV, it's this channel that used to play music videos. And music videos are like, uh, anyway, we'll get into this song. And it was My Baby's in Love with Eddie Vedder. Ooh. And I have no notes for <laughs> for that. <Okay. laughs> it was, uh, I mean, I saw it last night, so... Um, you know, there, yeah. there was nothing, nothing went wrong. It was just a great rendition of My Baby's in Love with Eddie Vedder. And I just um, it got to enjoy it without uh, having to write anything down. Um, so then Al said, I know what you're thinking. It's February, it's February already. When are you going to play some Christmas songs? <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, you know, yes, course, good question. Which of the uh, many two songs will it be? And it was um, uh, right for for just for well right now I'll say it was uh, the night Santa went crazy. Okay, <laughs> but I will amend. For right now. I will amend what I want to call this song after we talk about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> okay, it'll make sense. It'll make sense, Dave. Uh, so remember the uh, the the bros next to me. Um, they, I mean, yeah. they've been enjoying the whole show and they've been kind of singing along and fist bumping and drinking beer. Um, as soon as Al revealed that it was going to be the night Santa went crazy, these guys started screaming bloody murder. They stood up out of their seats. They started cheering, jumping up and down, clapping. This was apparently their all-time favorite song so they were just like i love it so happy and they were just singing along out loud and it was just it was really great to see people so freaking excited uh to see night santa yeah um i think we all know what we're going to talk about during the song um so before we talk about that i just wanted to ask jillian had you seen him perform this one before first time First time. So were you excited to yes. hear this one live? Did you stand up? Did you scream? No, the people in front of me, the people that you're talking about, I saw them too. They okay. screamed enough for us all. Okay. They were kind of over the top. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it added to the excitement. Well, so we get to the verse where um, this is the verse that kind of determines, is this you know, the regular version? Is it the extra gory version? Is it the sort of gory version? Um, and it became a brand new version. Um, which, really? Which uh, I'm going to, uh, I'll name it. So this is why I wanted to wait. Uh, so I named this song, Night Santa Went Crazy, the extra quiet version. Uh, <laughs> because once he got to that verse, we're not really sure what happened, but Al didn't sing. It was completely silent huh. for that verse, and they just kept playing the instrumental, and Al just um, was was silent, and he, he wasn't doing, saying anything. He was trying to. You could see him, and you could hear a little bit. He was, he, was there was on. like a little bit of like, he was like trying. He I, was like murmuring, like kind of what the words would be to try to like get back on track, it felt like. I think he just, he slipped out of it. And I he missed it pop back in, but he never did. <laughs> So after um, a, a very extended silence, Al said, this verse is so sad, I can't even say it. <laughs> wow. 
Um, while, while the instrumentals were still playing. Yes, yeah, so the guys, you know, the band was still playing. It was still, you know, um, and then... He kind of made like a crying sound, too. He was just kind of like yeah, a little bit of whimpering, a little bit of, you I know, kind of having a stroke. mumbling. Oh, that, um, that actually did, yeah, I was kind of scared about the... Oh, I didn't think he was having a stroke. I think it, it was just, you know, it was I just. I thought it was about to be bad. Oh, jeez. Well, uh, I'm not. I don't. My brain can't go that that way uh, when it comes to Al. So I wasn't thinking that. But um, Al then picked up the song with, he just said, "Brains on the floor," and then finished the song, you know, uh, as normal. So. Uh, it was uh, so. I'm curious about this. Did it sound like that Al lost his spot in the and just didn't didn't remember what the lyrics were, or was it uh, something else? I think uh, it, I think it just going on that. Uh, my feeling was Al lost his spot, and then he was having trouble figuring out where to pick up the lyrics. So I think he was sort of like ah, kind of mentally okay. like thinking about the lyrics and trying to like figure out where to match it up, and then he was able to like. Match it up with brains on the floor, and then was able to go right back into the song perfectly. Um, okay. Yeah. So it was. It was just. It was. Uh, it was. Um, it was very unique. Uh, not something I'd seen before. Um, yeah, it was and... like a whole verse of just instrumental. Wasn't like a technical difficulty where like the microphone went out or anything no, like that. It, it was just the, no. It was it just was, it was working fine. It was it was just you know he lost his spot. It was just a yeah. It was just a fluke. Huh, interesting. You know this is live entertainment and anything well, can happen. Happens. And you yeah. know it wasn't horrible and it was you know Al made the best of it and it was funny and um, but I, I want to report on the guys who were um, sitting next to us because <laughs> yes next to me because they just happily sat there uh silently in their seat you know their hands folded listening to the instrumental and then as soon as al went back into brains on the floor they went back to screaming the lyrics along with them brains on the floor the therapy it was really funny so the guys didn't care uh you know um the song ended and al just said sometimes i just i just get overcome with emotion <laughs> whenever sand is involved Whatever sounds of all, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a very unique experience. Very, very unique. Yeah. Very, really yeah. stood out, wow. and it was different enough. The day of, I, I hope you agree that um, that is now an official version, uh, the official fourth version <laughs> of the night Santa went crazy, the extra uh, quiet version. Oh, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I, I don't think I'd go that okay. far, but uh, it's, a, it's it's a unique live version, maybe. Okay, you guys, remember yesterday I said, I swear it gets cold when these Christmas songs start. You did say that. You did did say that. Did you feel it? No. (laughs) Did you feel... I was freezing. But were you more freezing when the Christmas song came on? Yeah. Yeah. I swear they start up... They they crank up the AC. Right then. I did as well. Maybe a mental, I don't know. Yeah. My teeth were chattering. Yeah. It's freezing. I I wasn't freezing to death, but I could feel a breeze. Yeah, well, like the, I can just kind of feel a breeze. You I'm guys here. are nut jobs. <laughs> the first time I felt it, I thought, "Am I nuts?" And then the yeah. second time, I was like, "No, that's real. It wouldn't have. I wouldn't be crazy twice." I think you guys <laughs> would would uh, you could cure cancer with some placebos. Uh, <laughs> we could try. You could try. It might work. Um, but uh, yeah, that song that was uh, <clears throat> even though. 
you know, I felt for Al because, you know, Al wants it to be perfect. Al's up there to, to, to you know, put on a great show. Um, I, I don't, I don't like perfect. I like human better. I like human. Yeah. It, it I, you know, me a bit. I liked it. I, I thought it was great. I, you know, it was just, it was a great experience and, and, mm. uh, you know, Al probably didn't enjoy it, but <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I like what you said, Jillian. It's just, it's human and, and Al's a human and, and, uh, you got to give him a pass. I, you know, <laughs> I thought he made the best of it. Um, and perhaps he got thrown off because, you know, the monitors were kind of up and down tonight. Uh, there's a lot of adjustment and pointing going on. So I, that could have contributed to it as well. Um, so after the song, unless Dave, do you have anything uh, you want to add or ask us? No, it's just definitely sounds like a, I agree. You know, it, it's live. Things happen, and Al's a professional, and it sounds like he handled it great. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that was a great save. A great save. Mm -hmm. uh, so after the song, Steve stood up. He walked over to Al, and he grabbed him on the shoulder, and he just said, "It's time." <laughs> and then, uh, and then Al said, "Ah, yes. Steve told me before the show he has an eBay auction going off." Uh, and everyone laughed, and I thought he was just going to end it there, but then he said, uh, yeah, he's bidding on a uh, Dobry Coleman Funko Pop. <laughs> and uh, Dob wow. Dobry Coleman is, of course, the actor from Beverly Hillbillies, who <laughs> I believe is still alive. Um, and I have to imagine does not have a Funko Pop. <laughs> but <laughs> perhaps well. there was a... Uh... Maybe somebody made a custom Funko Pop like you guys... I was say, it's a custom. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, uh, so after Steve left, um, <laughs> this was... I don't know if you guys heard this. Uh, so after Steve left, then Al goes, did John take off too? And then, of course, John had taken off. Uh, and he said, well, I, I, what should we do now? You know, kind of talking to Jim. But as soon as he said that, what should we do now? I heard someone from the audience yell, drum solo. <laughs> 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 Probably the worst time to call for a drum solo when the, the drummer is not there. Um, but <laughs> he said, uh, so to Jim, he said, well, what should we do, Jim? And Jim said, maybe a power ballad. And, uh, they decided to play You Don't Love Me Anymore. Mm. Uh, there's a, a couple interesting things that happened during You Don't Love Me Anymore. Uh, first off, um, you know, for Al just did decide to uh, do the fake out, reminiscent of the uh, the, the guitar um, bit that he's done in previous tours, and he picked up his harmonica and uh, acted like he was about to play it and, <laughs> of course, did not. Uh, yeah. And then something that surprised me is people started uh, waving their flashlights uh, during You Don't Love Me Anymore. Really? Pretty early on. Um, and uh, what did you guys think of that? Well, first, I just wanted to well, know. Well, I, I got to ask before that. Hold it again for... I didn't try it again. <laughs> I was just going there. <laughs> did Allison wave her flashlight? Nope. That's what we need to know. Nope. <laughs> You're so obedient. <laughs> well, no, it is the lady in front of me. I don't want her to turn around and yell at me again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, um, you know, you don't love me anymore. Doesn't, uh, it doesn't prompt me to use my my flashlight. I just, I didn't do it, but Bros did it, and um, 
uh, I, I would say probably about a third as many of the people who did it for um, Don't Download the Song did it for You Don't Love Me Anymore. So it wasn't quite as intense. Um, but, there, yeah, people were committed, and they, they did it for the whole song. Um, the second nice. time Al had an opportunity to potentially play the harmonica, um, it was funny because he, he had it in his hand. I think he just kept it in his hand. And then he kept, like, looking down at it and then, like, turning it and looking down, like, as if it wasn't positioned right. And then he flipped it over and he probably turned it around, like, kind of like a Rubik's Cube, like, 15 times. And then it finally was positioned and he brought it up to his mouth and then, you know, didn't play it, uh, which is funny. Uh, but then, at the very end of the song, Al held it up to his mouth, waited for the last note to stop, and then he did a really quick, like, harmonica swipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and played it so uh, oh. second night in a row that he uh, he added a little um, unexpected flair at the end of You Don't Love Me Anymore nice so Al said uh, don't know if you guys have heard this but I had a movie come out last year it's a biopic starring Daniel Radcliffe uh, he said I'm excited and proud about the movie but I do have mixed feelings <laughs> Of course, because uh, he already has, uh, it's redundant because he already has a song um, written about his life. Do you guys want to hear it? And then people cheered and he said, that sounds ambivalent. And then people really cheered and he said, okay. It's a song called Albuquerque. And I got to ask you, Jillian, (laughs) uh, have you seen Albuquerque perform before? First time. First time seeing Albuquerque. I'm not even going to go through my notes uh, until you go through it. I just want to hear your reaction to all of Albuquerque. Uh, well, it's one of my favorite songs and really enjoyed all of the extra berries at the donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> the berry, that was very funny. <laughs> um, the, the restart. I was, what did you think of the restart? I was, gonna, I was like, oh my God, we're going to hear this again. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, it, it's it's such a treat uh, that Al does Albuquerque live this tour. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's fantastic. And uh, Jeremy and I both were expecting Twine Ball though. So Jeremy's wearing a Twine Ball shirt. I, I kind of have a theory that maybe Twine Ball might be done. No, I got Twine Ball in Shreveport. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. they did do it on last year, but for this year, I think maybe Albuquerque every night. Oh, All right. We're only two shows in. I mean, can well, we that, make a prediction Jeremy, like that? Jeremy has other uh, hot takes that uh, we don't necessarily agree with, so <laughs> we'll see. I mean, let's see. I would be very interesting if that's right. What What is your theory? Why do you think that, Jeremy? Because they did it twice in a row, and normally to start out <laughs> anything, Al doesn't do, like, anytime they've had alternating songs or anything like that to start a tour in a certain year, they have not done the same thing twice. All right. It's a theory, and we'll, we'll see. Um I mean, I, I was certainly expecting... Wow, that is some in-depth analysis there from Jeremy Samples to be able to pull that It's not just a guess. Out. I mean, Jeremy, you, you wow. are providing some actual hard data, so I, I do appreciate that. I know. Um, but like I said, Jeremy well, we is wearing see. his we Twine Ball see. shirt. I'm wearing my Discover Darwin shirt. 
uh, but we did not get uh, <laughs> Twine Ball tonight. We did get a really great yeah. Albuquerque. Um, Al, uh, of course, uh, stopped and apologized about using the word hermaphrodite. Uh, in his apology, he said, there's no excuse for it. And all I was really trying to say um, was that uh, they had, you know, both male and female reproductive organs, one uh, flock of seals haircut and one nostril. That was all. <laughs> that was all I was trying to say. That was all. Um, we got a total of 25 donuts, but we kind of got the old order. Because if you remember, at one point, um, Al moved uh, the French crawler and the maple bars to before the berry uh, stuff. So we went right from old-fashioned into blueberry, strawberry. Uh, we had all the same berries, everything, except after goji berry, Al said Frankenberry. Is this the first time Al said Frankenberry? Ooh. Wasn't that an Ethan suggestion? I think he said it before. I think that Aaron wasn't. had told us that he, he said, had he... said it before last year at one of the shows that she had been at. Yeah. But it is an Ethan suggestion, right? It, it was an Ethan suggestion. Okay. Yeah. Definitely an Ethan suggestion. Do we need the theme song just to reinforce? Yeah. Yes. It's Ethan suggestion. It's Wow. Man, Frank really uh, took to the theme of uh, hiccups, and mm. <laughs> he messed up oh, playing was... that. But I can't believe it. I uh, got to experience yet another Ethan's suggestion in the flesh. Um, <laughs> so he said Frankenberry, he said Hollyberry, and he said Chuckberry. Uh, but still, he did not take the Ethan suggestion of uh, 27 donuts. It was still just 25. Um when it came to no, uh, no Dave suggestions of red rum the goodies. Well, I um, what I'll say is uh, before we even got to that part, um, when it came to the part where the weasels are chewing on his face, uh, we got we were treated to an extended weasel <laughs> chewing. Um, he went on probably twice as long as normal it was with dramatic. with the we had some very dramatic weasel <laughs> chewing, um, and then he said they were quite frankly tearing me apart. Uh, he said, um, typically when he says the line, he says, Hey, you got weasels on your face. Uh, tonight he just said, Hey, you got weasels on your face. There was no, like, it wasn't like a dramatic pause. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys notice that? I noticed immediately. Yeah. So that was, um, and of course there's like kind of a lighting cue when he says, Hey, you got weasels on your face or the lights change. And, uh, I could tell that. Peaches was probably thrown off a little bit by how Al said it differently. Um, and he just kind of like plopped the light on in there. Um, we got uh, some really great pet names tonight. Uh, of course, he started with Sweetie Pumpkin, but then we went into Honey Biscuit and then Spaghetti Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love that. Um, when, uh, when Al... Um, got into uh, where he was forgetting the lyrics. He said, I have such a horrible memory. And I was wondering if he was sort of referencing uh, <laughs> the night Santa went crazy, the extra, extra quiet version. Um, and one thing I noticed last night, I, f I forgot to write down or mention, was when he gets to the part where he says, your pitiful, meaningless existence, he does this thing where he points uh, – to the right, the center, and the left of the crowds with each word. So pitiful meaning existence. Uh, and I don't remember if he had done that uh, in 2022. Do you no, I, I think that's new. 
Um, but uh, I think they're like trying to get a little bit more audience reaction or interaction this tour. Um, one thing I forgot to mention earlier in the night was Jim uh, pointed at the end of uh, Don't Download This Song about You Deserve It. He pointed in the crowd like, you deserve it. Oh, like, he did multiple points? Yeah. Oh, like, cool. Like Al has done with the uh, Pitiful Meaningless Existence. Okay. So that, I think that might be something to keep watch on. All right. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Um, so uh, we had a great Albuquerque. And um, after Albuquerque, they went into the, uh, the kind of fake out before the encore and uh, pretty quickly, Stephen Ruben uh, took a seat. Um, Al did his normal thing with with Melissa and the uh, wiping his armpits. And Steve came over and was talking to him. And uh, Kimo was tuning, and I, I could not see what Bermuda was doing. John was polishing the drum uh, from the Yoda chant. Oh, okay, the uh, the bongo or whatever. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and then they decided to continue with the show, and they did the encore. Allison, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys were so great. I'm going to let you pick the next song. And uh, everyone starts screaming and screaming and screaming, and Al says, uh, but we're, we're, you know, we're just going to pick one. I'm just going to pick one person. Can I please have the house lights up? And Al slowly pointed and eventually chose Jim to pick. And uh, Jim's <laughs> choice uh for uh, the next song he said maybe some alice cooper and uh the cover song was schools out oh. by alice cooper and uh it was great wow i don't know if i'd heard that one this yeah time. i'll have to double check but um that's just such a fun song good you know good sing-along kind of yeah. song and uh good audience reaction um Then at the end of the song, I feel like wow. they had like a sound effect of like a, a school bell ringing. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, that's in the song. Okay, so that that was part of it before. Um, it sounded cool. And then after the song, Al turned to Jim. He said, "Jim, do you know what month this is?" <laughs> and Jim said, "Yeah, that's not really timely." And uh, Al said, "Yeah, really poorly timed request, Jim." <laughs> Which, if, if you go back to uh, uh, your guys' interview with Bermuda, they said that they were going to keep the same set list yeah. uh, from the original shows. And the original shows were going to be in May, whenever school was going <laughs> to be Right, out. right. So it would have actually been good, uh, perfect time. Uh, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I wonder if it was one of the songs that was only paid twice on the tour uh and i'm really curious I'm, i just pulled up the spreadsheet schools out was only played uh yeah twice on uh the lat uh, in 2022 so uh it does fit in the theory of maybe al was intending to play at least most of the covers three times um so um, after that, Al decided to do one last thing. It was the Unplugged Medley, which, um, as always, features the Amish, Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda, and Yoda Chant. And um, the only notes I have from this were from uh, the Yoda Chant. Do you guys have anything else uh, before Yoda Chant? Mm, no, no, I don't think so. 
So during the Yoda chant, and this was right before, I, I wish I had a better way to talk about the, the Yoda chant. It's kind of hard to talk about specific parts. Um, but right before the, the kind of like chanting Hawaii part, um, I feel like Ruben just hit the wrong key or something on the keyboard and it made like kind of a weird uh, noise. Um, I saw him do it and it looked on purpose. It didn't sound right, did it? No. It, I don't know. It was like I, you, you heard like extra piano where there's not normally piano. Yeah, it was, it was just like, like a piano. It was just like a note. It, it was yeah. It wasn't a. It wasn't like a fart noise. It was. Okay. It was a piano note, but it didn't. It's not normally in the Yoda chant. Yeah, it's like what's that? What yeah, so it? I don't know what that was. It happened a couple of times. Yeah, it happened like yeah, at least twice. I I heard that kind of thing, um, and also at one point during the Yoda chant, very quickly there was a flash of the fingernail. Clipping lights. <laughs> um, so I don't know what that was ah. about. Um, but uh, that was the show. It was great. So, Jillian, you drove 13 hours through the snow and wow. the ice and people are swerving off the road. Was it worth the journey? Yes, because I had the meet and greet. I got to meet him. Oh. I got to, I got to show him my tattoo. Well, well, before we get to that, um, just real, real was quick. the concert worth? Yes. Okay. It was fantastic. Okay. And uh, before we end, before I reveal the time the show ended, is that where your next comment goes? Well, I had a, qu- I had a comment about when the show ended. Okay. Um, whenever the show ended, normally they do the... T- Are you going to mention that? The time warp? Yeah. Later? Right after this. Okay, uh, you were, were you going to get to that, <laughs> <laughs> Dave? I, I know you you can't wait to hear this, but the show ended at ten forty six, and uh, what I think what Jeremy is 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 uh, wants to say something we forgot to mention last night is when the show ended last night and again tonight, uh, they did not play Time Warp from uh, Rocky Horror Picture oh. Show. They did yeah. play the same song as they did last night. They played Just Dance. Uh, David Bowie. Oh, okay. Um, which, yeah. uh, and there were actually, Peaches actually used some of the lighting effects once the show was over to, like, bounce to the beat of the song. Oh, really? For uh, probably, like, half a minute, and then he didn't do it anymore. But the, <laughs> the lights did flash uh, to that, and Peaches' other gig um, is with a group called Yacht Rock, um, which I'm not sure if they would play Just Dance, but I thought maybe that might have been an idea from him to kind of get, you know, people moving to go, <laughs> to go, you know, Just Dance rather than oh, okay. stay there and do Time Warp. <laughs> but just an just a observation. Hmm. Well, interesting. Well, uh, so Dave, yeah. that was the show. Um, before we, we hear about after the show and, and we hear about, uh, Jillian's experience meeting Al and showing the tattoo. Uh, Dave, did you want to uh, go through some of the songs and um, we can reveal Dave's pick of the night? Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, this is a tough one, I, I think. Um, it definitely sounds like an interesting concert. It sounds like a lot was going on. A lot of different fun little things to to listen to and little changes here and there. Um, hmm, tough one, tough one. Let's see. Uh, I was, I, I definitely would have 
I'm sure you definitely put in contention uh, the night Santa went crazy. The uh, what you're calling the extra quiet version, <laughs> the uh, little strange hiccup version, the, uh, the 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 unique live version, yes, if you will. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> you don't love you don't love me anymore. Albuquerque, Albuquerque is always great. Yeah, uh, the little fun things in the Yoda chant, or the minor differences in the Yoda chant. But I don't know, man. Alice Cooper schools out. I, I feel like I feel like that one just that one is rocking. That's some that's some cool song to play, even though it is February. And most <laughs> schools here in North America are still in session. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I, I think. I think I've made my choice. If uh, Frank wants to cue up the music, it's Dave's pick of the night. All right, I'm going with the uh, the cover song. Wow, schools out. Wow, Alice Cooper. Well, I am ready to reveal my guest for Dave's Pick of the Night. It's Ethan's prediction of Dave's Pick of the Night. Uh, I went with the Night Santa Went Crazy extra quiet version. Uh, That was the highlight for me because it was just so different. It was so unique. It was so real um, that I was... uh, you know, I, I, I'm not reveling in Al's pain at all, but, you know, as a fan, getting to hear something <laughs> like that, it doesn't happen often. So I was I was happy to, to catch yeah. uh, having a unique experience like that. And so I would have thought, Dave, that you would have felt the same way. Well, I, I might have if I had seen it, but, you know, certainly uh, in my mind, <coughs> uh, hearing schools out for summer, you know, is is is. Pretty wild cover song. But yeah, I, I, I had a feeling you might be picking that one. Uh, <laughs> and maybe had I seen it in person, uh, I might have picked that one as well. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you're, you're far off on your, your choice on that one, Ethan. All right, all right. Um, so I have no more notes, but um, I, I do have more to talk about. Um, the show ended, and um, I... Uh, I saw Jillian pretty quickly. Um, Jeremy, I saw you up in the balcony. I don't know where you were, Allison, uh, but we sort of just slowly congregated together. And uh, at first the ushers were telling, we didn't have VIP tonight. Uh, Jeremy, Allison, and I didn't have VIP. But the ushers were like, all right, everyone, go back out you know, into the lobby. And then, um, then that's not where they were supposed to go. And then they're like, "Actually, come back, come back!" And they brought everyone back in the theater. So there was uh, a lot, oh. a bit of confusion there. Um, but Jeremy and I stopped over and we said hi to Peaches, Peaches, who does uh, all the lighting, uh, the you know the incredible uh, lighting that we see and talk about uh, very extensively. So um, I, I said hi to him and I, I told him, you know, we really would love to. Uh, uh, get you on for an interview because we have so many questions about the lights. <laughs> like the first question I would want to ask and, is, and they are all, they are all fingernail light related. <laughs> I just want to know what he calls those lights. You know, <laughs> does he call them fingernail <laughs> lights? Um, but uh, yeah, it was great to to chat with him and uh, Jeremy and him were chatting about some stuff. And um, I'm trying to think what else happened at the uh, the end of the show. What else did we do? Was there anything? 
Oh, I went and I went to see. I I thought I saw someone wearing a date back shirt that had the two Hawaii dates added. I'm pretty sure I did, uh, but it was a little hard to see. So I ran over to merch and I talked to Marnie, and she said, "No, they haven't been introduced yet." I told her I saw one. She's like, "Maybe one slipped through the cracks," but as far as she knows, <laughs> none of the uh, the Hawaii go. dates are out. <laughs> Uh, she said uh, she confirmed for the sizing, um, the ones at least for these first uh, couple these U.S. dates will be um, up through size extra large, so no two X or three X. Um, at least for now, we'll have the Hawaii dates added, um, and she expects that they will be put out at tomorrow's show. So, Dave, I will be looking. Uh, All right, I'll get you. All right, get keep you it. a shirt. <laughs> I appreciate that. And Jeremy, you're you're responsible for making sure that uh, that Ethan follows through on that. <laughs> okay, I'll make sure that Ethan checks out the merchandise, which it's not too hard of a task. <laughs> that's the first place he always goes. <laughs> well, maybe tomorrow it'll be different. But uh, I do want to mention a little bit about the uh, security after the show. Uh, you know, I'm I'm blessed to have a friendship with the tour manager, uh, Melissa. So, uh, for many years now. So, I was able to meet up with her in the lobby once we left. And the uh, little security people at, at, the, uh, at the venue. They're little elves at this venue. <laughs> they kept on asking uh, us to leave. And Melissa said, I'm the tour manager. I don't have to go. <laughs> Here's my badge. And they're like, the, the, the first guy wasn't believing it. He's like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. You'll, you'll still, you're, you uh, you're still going to have to go outside. Uh, and she's like, what? no, nobody can be mad at me, but me. And I'm not mad at me. So I'm staying. Um, so he eventually left. And another security came along and said, sorry, you're going to have to leave. And so she said, I'm the tour manager. I don't need to leave. Here's my badge. Um, so they have no limits at the Brown County Music Center to protect Nashville, Indiana, from people trying to hang out in the lobby after the show. <laughs> wow, I, I missed all of that because I was uh, talking to Marnie over at the merch booth. Uh, was was Melissa amused by this, or was Melissa she? Melissa was not amused at all. But... <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I've certainly been out with shows and uh, been hassled, and showed my all access pass, and still been hassled. And it, it's very frustrating because <laughs> you know you're there and you're doing a job, and uh, you know. The people are supposed to know who you are, um, so that's that's very frustrating. Yeah. But I, it was uh, after I wrapped up chatting. Uh, I think Allison, you were with me. We were chatting with Marnie. We went over and uh, talked to Melissa very briefly. We're hoping to uh, see her more tomorrow in Springfield, Illinois. Um, but I gotta tell you, I gotta jump in for a minute because I have a, a another t a funny. Uh, tour manager related stories sort of similar uh and this was several tours back when uh, weird al had his tour manager uh skip and uh we were in new york city in front of the beacon theater and skip was just coming outside to get some fresh air and uh this is new york city this is uh 
pretty big show, and a scalper ticket scalper walks up to him and says, "Hey man, you want to buy a ticket?" And he just <laughs> sort of laughed in the in the face of the uh, ticket scalper. And says, "Do I want to buy a ticket? Do I want to buy a ticket?" And then he. Uh, he kind of yelled out really loudly, everybody here waiting, do not buy a ticket from this person. There are still <laughs> tickets available inside for sale. <laughs> wow, that's great. It was great. He scolded this guy, and I think this guy just slinked away and was never seen again. Yeah, the guy was not expecting that. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> don't, try to, don't try to scalp your tickets to the tournament. No. Not a good idea. That's hilarious. Well, um, so we we headed out after that, and we came back to the hotel. Uh, but Jillian, your your experience was just getting started. Let, let's hear about your VIP experience. Oh, uh, it was fantastic. Um, I repo cars for a living, and pretty tough. But Weird Al just he scares me to death for some reason. <laughs> I was so nervous, but <laughs> survived it. Uh, I don't like to take photos. I don't like the way I look. And so the camera is the same as a gun. And they were like, oh, pick no. a pose. And I was like, I don't know. So I looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, I don't know. So he, <laughs> he picked the poses. What, what Do you know what you did? Uh, I don't know what the second pose was. I just followed him. Okay. Uh, the first <laughs> just one like was. pointing or moving your hands around or something. I don't know. I was, I don't know. Blacked out a little bit on the second post. <laughs> hey, that's totally fine. That's um, totally fine. Totally normal to uh, freak out and blank out when when uh, experiencing oh, yeah. the greatness that is Al. <laughs> um, first pose was hands over heart thing. Okay, that's so a nice one. Maybe that'll work. Yeah, Aww. that's a nice one. And uh, so you you took the picture, and then as we know how VIP works, then they kick you to the back of the line, and you come back through uh, to get an autograph. That's right. Uh, that went a little better. Uh, now, uh, let me stop you. Did you uh, do VIP at the show you saw last year? No, that was a spur of the moment. Okay, you know, so panic. Is this your person. was this your first time meeting Al? It's not. The first time was not so good. Okay, it, it, it wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> okay, it, it, it was at Pensacon right before COVID started, and again, still terrified. What is Pensacon? Oh, it's the greatest um, Comic Con in Florida. The whole town turns into like a convention. Oh, okay, it's okay. Like, oh, nerd. so it's a convention. You it's didn't meet him at a show. It's it's awesome. That's cool. And okay. Al was there, so you know I stood in line for like two hours to get his autograph. Mm-hmm. Of course, get within three feet of him. I'm terrified. <laughs> of so, course. And it was pre-COVID or right before COVID, so no hand touching. So I stayed back from him, but he hopped up and elbowed me with his bony elbow. <laughs> and I, was, I was like, I gotta get away from this man. I'm just in a pass out. <laughs> I got my autograph. I don't remember telling him my name, but yeah. it's on there, so apparently that happened. And what did you have autographed that first time you met him? Um, It's a younger photo. He's looking really crazy with a kind of marble shirt with his hair blown back. Okay. It's a really pretty autograph. Cool. That's so, so cool. It was fun in retrospect. Yeah. But it did not prepare you for, for tonight, unfortunately. No, it was no help. <laughs> no help at all. So, so you, uh, we, we've talked about it throughout this, this episode. You've got this really great uh, tattoo in progress, uh, tattoo sleeve in progress. Did you get to show Al your tattoo? I did, and it kind of helped. It kind of broke the ice, I guess, because when I walked up to him, he goes, I know you. 
I'm like, you know me? No, you don't. I looked at him like he had two hands, wow. I'm sure. <laughs> and he said he's been following the tattoo on Twitter. Nice. And I told you he would have. I knew it. Before uh, VIP, I was telling Jillian that uh, – She's like, I'm gonna show Al my tattoo. I'm like, I guarantee he's seen it already. And you said you're like, I posted the picture and then I deleted it. I'm like, I bet Al still saw it before he deleted it. He did, and he did. I'm like, no, you didn't. He said I liked your tweet. Oh my God! I guess you deleted a tweet that Al liked. I, I took a screenshot what? first and then deleted it. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, yeah. I knew it's it, like it's one of the more unique Weird Al tattoos I've ever seen, and the art choices that you have, and the inclusions, and the, the little Easter eggs and stuff you were showing us is so cool. So I'm I'm excited for people to see it, and I'm really excited to get to see the the finished project. So, uh, or the finished product. What so um. Uh, did Al say anything else about it? or I, It seemed like I got a lot of time with him because once he saw what he got up, come as close as he could to the plastic, Yeah, uh, he wanted to take photos of it, and then he went through the tattoo telling what part was what. To like, you or to JW? To or... anybody listening. Pretty okay. Much. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> he was really nice. That's incredible. Great. Wow. What a great experience. So... Um, what did he sign? Just uh, you had him sign the poster. Just the poster. Yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't sure what you could bring. I didn't think you could. You're not supposed to bring. So I mean, sometimes you know, like, uh, um, you know, it sounds like Chuck, which he had this really cool uh, custom made jacket. Uh, they'll make an exception for something like that sometimes uh, when they can. But um, that's so cool that that uh, that he liked the. Did JW comment on it? I know. Um, when you and I were standing at the stage, uh, we were trying to show JW the, the tattoo. Did he enjoy it as well? Uh, he seemed to. Yeah. He came over <laughs> and was looking at all the little parts and everything and asking questions. And yeah. I had to break some of it down and then Al informed <laughs> on some others. It was, it was really fun. That is so cool. Wow. What a great experience. Well, now you are officially part of Weird Al lore because you have you know this really great tattoo. Cool. It's going to go all the way to my knuckles. Wow! It's all mapped out. Oh, so how have you mapped it out? Do you are you an artist? Like, are you will you draw it out or it Photoshop? Be, it would be stick figures if I did it. Okay, so how do you have it planned out? I give my artist full control. Okay, I give her all of my ideas, songs that I want, and I say, now you do your thing, and she does. <laughs> She's nice. phenomenal. Now I'm very curious where on your arm are Dave and I going to be uh, <laughs> enshrined. Huh? I got plenty of room left still, and another one. <laughs> and I got a free ear. Oh yeah. So you're not in the first. Uh, I'm not in the first <laughs> pass. <draft>. Okay. <laughs> but you still got time. Still got time. The next appointment is in May. Okay, so you got some time. Because it's got to heal some. Because we blasted it incorrectly, kind of. You're supposed to give a six-week healing process. It's a very, very colorful tattoo. It's very, yeah, I mean, I've, I don't have any tattoos. I don't know how it goes, but. Um, They're not as bad as people make them. Like the song where Alice singing about tattoos. Where he's another screaming tattoo. Bloody murder at the end. <laughs> right is, here by my elbow. <laughs> yeah, and that is a rough spot, actually. Uh, well, so, so, you know, we're, we're in the room with you, Jillian. Uh, Dave, you can't see Jillian. You have a lot of tattoos. About 30. 30 tattoos. And do you count the one on your arm as one? I guess I do. The more I'm getting, the lower my number's getting. Because they're, they're touching. Into <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Merging. 
shame. I remember when we were communicating, you told me, uh, look for the person with the, the tattoo on your ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that hurt at getting cartilage uh, tattooed? No, I mean, people jam holes in it all the time. If you press, there's so is, not a lot of feeling there. And there's, okay, so you're that's, not going to bleed. Yeah, so that's like, a, a, is it less painful to get your ear tattooed? It was one of the best ones I've gotten. As far as pain? Yes, and healing and everything. Anything above your heart heals faster. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Dave's our, our resident uh, tattoo expert. Uh, Dave, do you have any questions for Jillian? <laughs> we have her. I, I Actually, uh, I mean, Ethan, you sent me a, a picture of uh, Jillian's tattoo uh, prior to the, the recording of this podcast. And it, it, I agree. It is amazing. This, it, I mean, I, this is the first I'm seeing of it. I must have missed the uh, five minutes it was up on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> but this was... Uh, this is, it is an incredible tattoo, and I'm really, I'm really, really excited to uh, see the final pro- the, see the final product. It's, it's, it's incredible. It really, your, your, your tattoo artist did a great job, and uh, and you have great idea for a tattoo. And it's, <laughs> yes, good luck with it. Oh. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great when it's done. And please keep us, keep us up to date. Yes, uh, I appreciate have that. Have more and Thank more you. added. And you got to put that tweet back yeah. up. I, I Taking guess. it down was a bad idea. <laughs> it, up. But it, it didn't work either because it got solved. Uh, but either way, it, it still has one more session, and then we can move down. Is the next session though in May? Yes. For that same spot, so you're not getting any new picture. It's no, no, just she'll do detail. a touch up, and then we're going to move down on the floor. In oh, so you're yeah. doing both in May. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. I mean, can you, you give us any sort of uh, heads up on what sort of you know, uh, things may be included in the next session. Oh, yeah, I've got a list. Um, we're going to do UHF, Skipper Dan, um, Dare to be Stupid, um, an older picture of Al with his afro. Um, <laughs> lots of little um, Easter eggs are going to be in it, and we we got a lot going on pretty much. Very cool. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, exciting. That's great. I kind of wish my arm was bigger, but it is what it is. <laughs> That's why we got two. This one's full already. Oh crap! I know. She's thirty tattoos. <laughs> um, very cool. Very cool. Well, um, Jillian, thank you so much yeah. for for joining us. And of course, Allison and Jeremy, thank you for also joining us, uh, our, uh, our resident veteran special guests here tonight. This was a, a really exciting show, so I'm glad we got to uh, bring you through it all, Dave. Yeah, it sounds like having a wonderful time out there. Uh, where is your next stop? Tomorrow we drive another, I think, at least four hours up to Springfield, Illinois, and uh, we know of some some other friends who are going to be there, so hopefully we'll get to uh, to see some friends and see some some good tunes and uh, have another great show. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing all about it on the very next episode. So uh, I can't wait. I hope you uh, decide to invite me back for that one. I'd love to hear about that one as well. <laughs> we'll see, Dave. We'll see. <laughs> was Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode 45 centimeter.
All right, Jillian, I'm just very curious. After you finish your Weird Al tattoo, what's next? Another tattoo. 